Hey, check this out. I'm in here with these niggas. And I won't tell, I want the world to comment on the, under this shit. Niggas acting like they all gangsta. Nigga, if you watch Lion King as a child, you shed tears, nigga. Because that bitch made me cry. And I know every nigga I done asked around me when I was a child. That bitch made them cry. When that nigga dropped Scar, when, when Scar dropped that nigga off that mother, hey, bro. Come on, dog. You got to keep it real. Nigga, you cried, dog. Oh, no, see, I ain't with so what you cried off? You didn't cry it off a moving, nigga. Yeah. What? Hey, nigga cried. Hey, Tom. Free Willie. Free Willie got your ass out. We ain't got no balcony, so niggas be just making up their own little thing by the windows. Their little serenity gardens and yeah. shit. No telling. What are they blending, nigga? What are they? Somebody might be over there getting rid of a body, nigga. We, probably, over, hey, we over here laughing over and here shit. joking about it, right? <laughs> Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's in the next room. <laughs> hey, bro, folks have been here for so long, probably, man. I wouldn't put that past. Folks. Oh, it's been it's been people in here for a minute. Oh yeah, this uh, building is from 1975. Oh shit. Seventy-five. Golly. Yeah, I did some of the unit by units. Like I did uh, the first ones that's been done here in a minute. Uh huh. Boy, that shit was nuts in some of these. Just some of the shit you found, or would see. I mean, just some of the situations. Like, I know folks be going like through trials and tribulations, but but to like see, because because <laughs> what happens is, is that you get to see like people's like mental states. And like you see that folks really ain't all the way there. Like it's, <laughs> based it's, off of how they should have said it. Yeah, up. it's not even just like <laughs> how they come and interact with you, like or how they interact through email or whatever. Nah, like they really this is really off. Like I had a brother um went into his, like open up his door and my name I just sent the maintenance dude in there, bro. I wasn't going no further. <laughs> based off the smell or the look? Bro, the smell the smell was so potent. Like coming, like what did it smell like, G? Bro, by that point, it was probably a body in that motherfucker. By that bro. point, bro, it was smell on smell. Like he had to put his, uh, he had to put his, uh, the gas mask on. Who your maintenance dude did? Yeah, like the, um, like the respirator mask and shit. Like, but it was somebody living in there. Somebody lips, bro. Bro was, bro was sleep. <laughs> for wait, we we, for, we not we not for hell long thought that they wasn't there, bro. That, bro, that <laughs> That nigga was in there sleeping in the bedroom, bro. Gee, for a nigga to have to put, for you, wait, for you to go, nah, I'm not going in there. And then nah. you're making this dude to put a respirator mask on, and the nigga be in there asleep. Bro, that nigga was knocked. Just another day. Yes, yeah, body in there, dog. Because I walked in, I was, and, I, and I didn't even walk in. I was like, uh, so, I was like, what was that? He, he took, like, um, he's like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Bro, that nigga laughed at you first. Bro, bro just had like a spark Cause he was like bro, I, just, I, I didn't smell any further Like with the mask on, of course But Go over there like by like the window Like the whole car They had this carpet throughout So you go all the way to the end By the window And he said like It's literally just like Animal feces All over the floor Like Been and, there Just riding Been there And bro's in there sleep Bro's in there knocked Like it was uh, I think he had cats And like oh, Literally just man. like Man It was bad Woo um. Did any 
Anybody say anything about questions last week? Hmm? Did you get Did you get anybody saying shit about questions? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, we got a bunch of them again this week too. Bunch of good ones too. Hey. Check check check. Let's see, Mo. I also don't want to hear nothing from Mo. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit from Mo. Nah. He know. actually sent some good ones, but I'm still mad at. I was so mad at him last week. Nah, <laughs> I'm just saying, just because. Man, I watch Lion King, and I don't want to hear nothing else about them acting chops. Oh, it's gonna get good. <laughs> Today's gonna get good. I, I can't don't want to hear nothing else, bro. I as, can't much wait. As, as much as I was like, I was like, you know what? You were open. Maybe, you're maybe open? I'm wilding. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I, t- I tend to know movies pretty well and acting pretty well, and like, maybe I was wild, but it's true, bro. Like, you can't, you just can't be that big of a megastar and try to fit in. Like, it just okay. You, you gotta say that because you give, you give it. You talking too much shit right now. I you can't turn it off, bro. Like, you can't turn <laughs> off your megastardom, bro. Like, who gonna tell her that her acting wasn't right? Nobody was gonna direct her. No, that's what your point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so meet the brave podcast i am monty draper um, and i'm in studio with no iglg yes what up what up man how was my transition today uh, hey <laughs> it was actually hella smooth bro like usually usually it's like kind of like a it's, it's uh like we, we be talking about some wild shit y'all and then um and then monty just snaps right in the character <laughs> this time he kind of just like it, it kind of felt like just in the flow of the it, it was it was in studio, man. I think it's the in studio flow. Yeah, man. We are we are live from Hell's building, and he's got a neighbor that is chopping up a body right now. So something like that. If you're hearing that sound, that's what that is. We're gonna pray that that's not actually what's happening. But my guess, especially El, you just told me this building is from 1975. It's for show. Some bodies that have been dismembered in this building before. Is that twisted? Oh no, that's true. You, oh no, that's true. <laughs> Wait, no, that's 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 accurate, bro. Like if you if you uh, if you deal with any like older buildings or anything like that, then though it, there is stuff that's like it goes down with the building. Like Jeez. if that building was ever demolished, then yeah, it goes with it. Oh, man. Bro, these are concrete walls. So, bro, so there was a bread at some point that for sure <laughs> got his ass hacked up and knock, knock, knock these, knock this concrete, and then just put that concrete back up, bro. Wow, nigga, who about to, who about to go in there? Who going in there? Oh man, I gotta stop watching forensic files or whatever the fuck I be watching at night. Like, why would you watch that before you go to sleep? <laughs> I don't know what you get prepared for. I man. don't know. I don't know why I watch that shit and be terrified too. Like, just be like on alert. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't really knock it too much because I, I was too, so I, I'm too invested in, uh, in Criminal Minds. So, Criminal Minds has been so like is, whenever. What season song, is Criminal Minds in? Shit, it's on like twelve or thirteen. It's been out for hell long, and I, and I don't watch every season. Anymore. Run it up, Criminal Minds. Like it started off with me. Uh, like anytime I would come in from wherever the hell I was at, it'd be on TV, and then you just start watching it from there. But then it got to the point where like, bro, I need to know like the storyline. Like, Wait, I need you to didn't really go know, back and figure. Bro, out. I need to really know like the characters and know like what they're Man, going yeah. through to this point. So now I watched it from season one on, and then like <laughs> now, bro, like it's a whole nother affinity for that shit. Going back to catch up on Criminal Minds is nuts. It's bro. a whole I'm nother sorry. affinity, bro. Not, I watched it from rolling. season one straight, not just like here and there. <laughs> now you know what happened was is I kept watching the same. 
They same one kept coming on TV, and I didn't know what happened after that, bro. Like, and that pisses me off because it doesn't go in order. For like, man, why keep watching the same one? Why keep bro? It's the a same cl- it leave on a cliffhanger, and then it never go back to like, bro. What happened after the cliffhanger? So I didn't. I like fuck this shit. I'm not doing this no more. Oh man, um, last week's episode got some great feedback. Y'all love the question segment, so appreciate everyone who reached out and sent stuff. Um, we got more this week. Some good ones too. Like now, y'all want to get on y'all deep shit. Like y'all, t- y'all are completely removing us from our our usual like light banter to some uh, to a deeper, darker criminal link, and we appreciate it. Um, let's see questions. Who should we? Oh, first, give a shout out to. <coughs> oh fuck! <coughs> I'm not editing that out either. Because <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> Because Morgan has been killing us about allergies. He's like, you niggas don't take allergy meds? It's like, no, bro. I'm not. What? No. Nah, that, that'll probably be my downfall, bro. Exactly. So I still ain't doing it. I'm not. Nigga, you're going to have to just get these sniffles all in your ear low. Nigga, what's up? Now, shout out to that's what that's our sponsor. Our um, sponsor since the beginning of the show, Northwest Pizza, man, has been holding us down. My brother Morgan up in Ashland, Oregon. All my musician friends and anybody passing through the valley uh, that are on tour right now. Make sure you holler at bro. Stop through, take a flick, post it. Um, they're doing some really good shit out there, bro. I'll see you soon. Thank you for holding us down. Yeah, shout uh, out to you, man. Been seeing that specialty menu, man. You be popping <laughs> up with some, with some interesting shit. You, you know, know. So shout out to you, man. Um, sh- uh, special shout out to everybody at Umber Magazine. The release uh, party for issue three, the sound issue, was this past Friday. At Bandcamp, sold out event. Um, I was honored to be a part of it. As a few of you know that I got to be, I got to write both cover stories. They did two alternate issues. Got to write both of the cover stories and got to perform at the release party. So that was it. Was beautiful to see that many people come out and support. This week we have I Am Summer from the Midway in San Francisco. Make sure y'all pull up. It's going to be a great, great event. Sue, of course. I imagine he has some surprises and some surprise guests to bring out members of the gang. So y'all don't want to miss that. Um, YMTK Murph. Who else is YMTK Murph, RBC Bugsy um, down for us. The the list of people that are performing at this thing is amazing. It's going to be like a family affair, man. It's going to be special. Um, We'll be performing that day too. And then Sunday, I'll be at uh, Art and Soul Festival with Jazz Mafia, man. So y'all come catch me there. If you can't catch I Am Summer, we'll see you at Art and Soul in the town. And I Am Summer looked like a dope layout. It does. Like just looking at the map. Yeah. It looked like it'd be dope. The lounge, the Hennessy lounge caught your eye. <laughs> yeah, man. If I if I didn't quit dark, then yeah, that would have been a thing, man. I've been off dark, but I'm going in the Hennessy Lounge. Nah, you got to. I'm taking some mezcal and some tequila in the Hennessy Lounge. <laughs> I ain't drinking a fucking Hennessy. Um, so yeah, I am Summer Art and Soul Festival. And then next week, uh, the guys and I, uh, DJ Basta, Soundtrack and Zenon, we will be in San Diego. Um, Ooh. Shit. We're live from, hold on, I can actually tell you where we're playing at. If anybody's in San Diego and want to shout people out or send people our way, we will be live from La Jolla, <laughs> Guadalajara. <laughs> um, no, where the hell is it? Of course, Basta, I can't find it. Um, so in San Diego on Wednesday, the 31st, we will be live from Five Space Shop to 
2305 University Ave, uh, Unit 101 in San Diego, California. That's Wednesday the 31st uh, from 11 to 6. And then Friday night, Beats to Lave will be live from the Good Friday Gallery, um, 566 19th Street in San Diego. That's Beats to Lave at the Good Friday Gallery, 566 19th Street, San Diego, California. Come fuck with us, man. It's going to be dope. Soundtrack Zenin, myself, and some other amazing acts from San Diego. Um, Beats to Lave on Friday, and then on uh, Wednesday before that, we'll be at the uh, Five Space Shop. So that's our update for the week. Let's get to the shit. Got some good questions from our trusty listeners. Let's see where we should start first. We got a good some good ones. Um, Poe. I'm pretty pissed that Poe's sitting in questions but won't come back to the show. So out of spite, we're gonna start with this one. Yeah, man. He's trying to hold he's trying to hold the pot hostage. <laughs> and he's in and in and in, in Poe fashion, he's trying to get us canceled. Mm. Um he he go Poe asks us, how do we feel about Kevin Spacey getting off? Mm. Oh, him getting off? Yeah. Yeah, he for sure trying to get canceled, but I don't. I ain't, I ain't tripping. <laughs> I ain't tripping. I was for it, bro. I, I now I, I I don't know if that's a level of insensitivity on my part. I'm not quite sure, uh, but I was I was for it because I I felt I always felt like that one that one didn't really hit me that much. Yeah. Why though? Uh, or do you not want to say? Well, I can say why it didn't. Why it didn't bother me? But I mean, because for my, for me, bro, it was a certain level of accountability, and I felt like there was plenty of it in that one. From, yeah. from on my part, I'm not quite sure, but I just don't think that. I, I just never thought that it was enough. Yeah. To to be canceled though, like it, it's enough for to be, people to be an outrage to begin with because we're in outrage culture. But I don't think it was enough to be like you need to be all the way off of Kevin Spacey. I'm just, I guess. My nigga was the villain at seven, bro. <laughs> what what was the did you ever see like the conversation, like the, the transcription of the exchange? Not between Spacey and the alleged victim, but the alleged victim and his girlfriend at the time. I saw pieces of it. That time. shit was just mind blowing. It was like so it it felt like some of sound mind and like sound body you're engaging in this because you're able to articulate it and, and report that to your chick of sound mind like it's pretty clear i don't know so it, it was always just low-hanging fruit it felt like they were it felt like niggas hated the frank underwood character so much that they were coming for frank underwood not spacey you know but apparently spacey's been a creep but it's like why now you know, it, it always felt like it was attached to the character. You know who else was like that was fucking Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Like, Jeremy Piven being blackballed always felt like it was because of his Ari character on Entourage and not because anything that it may have actually taken place. Yeah. People don't people don't like assholes, bro. Like, they, they don't like assholes, and especially, I don't know how they are, like, in person. Mm-hmm. But the characters, it, they, it, it forces you to either really love them or really hate them. And um, I kind of felt like that's kind of what that was. Yeah, you can't be blackballing Jerry yeah. Pippins, bro. Don't be doing that shit. <laughs> we, we, need, we need another entourage. We bro. definitely need another entourage. But even now, with shit like that, that entourage couldn't come out today. Nah, not in the, not the way that we enjoyed it. That it was. I mean, it's, it's it's full of misogyny. Like it's that it's just that's what the show was based off of. You know, and just talking reckless. A lack of awareness, a lack of care for it to be aware, you know, and then even in being aware, it's still like, ah, this is what we do it, you know? 
Yeah, I think, but come on, bro. At what point does that stop? Because that's what we talking about now. Like Spacey, Spacey getting off kind of sparks that conversation. But the idea that him and Jeremy Jeremy Piven aren't working right now is just is beyond me, yo. Like I, I don't know. I don't even know how to make sense of that. Two of the better actors, we would all agree, are two. They're two of the better actors are not working right now. So. Something's happening. Somebody didn't want. Somebody wanted them out. Yeah, it. In order, I mean, in order for them to not like shine the light on on you, I, it could be one of those situations. What you say? What you, what you mean by that? I mean, because to be blackballed, I'm pretty sure the people who are able to, you know, call those, make those calls, um, have done plenty on. Ah, uh, I see. I see you. I see. What so, you're it's, so it's best to. Point, point the, uh, point it at somebody else, and then you could just try to get get yourself out of it. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that that's a that's a common thing, especially in Hollywood, bro. You know, you know how long Hollywood has been a thing. Mis- just misdirection in general. Yeah, misdirection. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Huh. So I mean, does with that being said, can Netflix pull what they did with Aziz and br- and like reintroduce him to House of Cards now? Like we've they've complete we've killed off the Frank Underwood character. Oh no, that's over. No going back on that one. No, no, no. It's it's not the same thing. What if they try? Are you here for it? Oh, for sure. I would. I t- I'm. Hey, to tell you the truth, I ain't. I didn't even watch House of Cards after he left. Yeah, like as much as I messed with the um the the wife's uh, Robin. Is it Robin? Robin. Um, her real name is uh, Robin Wright. Robin Wright, yeah. yeah. So I mess, as much as I mess with Robin Wright, I didn't. It didn't feel right watching watching it without Frank Otherwood. It didn't the the way they did him, like you it, know, yeah. what I mean, like I think that plays a part in it as well. It was the way it was the way they did it because they did. I thought they did a really good job, but it was something that felt so. The the level of um, overcommittal. It felt I don't know. The show was written in such an honest way initially. In mm-hmm. such a deep, dark, and exploratory way, mm-hmm. for them to kill off the character the way they did without the, the without the idea of due process, just rubbed me the wrong way. It was weird for me to be up here talking about due process, but that's exactly what it was. It's like, wait, ain't nothing even decided yet, and you writing this nigga off the show, like, yeah. I, and I wonder, um, with the way that they release, uh, release like the content on Netflix on like a Netflix or something like mm. that. Is it possible for them to go through the due process? Because I think it would have been, it, I think it would have been really cool on their part to write it completely the way. Because like it wasn't like House of Cards or just any any um, any season of any great show that'll be released on Netflix where they just give you the entire season. Yeah, uh, gives you time as a writer um, and as a creator to kind of take your time with those scripts yeah. if need be. Because you know, because it's a it's a going thing where. Bro, all this work that they put in, you know, nine to nine months to a year uh, or more of that Mm -hmm. that goes into a show that you put out the entire season for people to watch over the course of a week. And just hand it over, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that gives you enough time to, you know, write a script for with Frank Underwood. And write one without. And then write one without. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was my only And then just kind of go through the due process and see what happens. Yeah. And I think you I think you're right. I think it was more of a time thing with them and they're like, "Yo, if we shoot this with Frank, 
and then have to pull it down because he's found. Or if we shoot this with Kevin Spacey and then have to pull it down because he's found guilty, we just fucked ourselves out of thirteen episodes at at what let's guess it cost them fifty million to make, maybe less, mm-hmm. right? And then so they're like, all right, bet. Let's just play it safe and shoot it without him. I hate that. And like kind of fake kill him off so we can kind of fake bring him back if we can. You know, if he some manages to beat this thing. I just it it was pussy to me. I, so I couldn't I, I couldn't hate, I just hate the whole idea of playing anything safe. Playing just, it, just thank be, you. Just because it, it it's it's better for you to just play and excuse my words, everyone, but <clears throat> play play the public as pussy. Try, try that. Try out. them. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try you. You pick a side because we we gonna we, this is where I'm at. You pick a side. Either you gonna fuck with it or you not. Try that out. You know what I'm saying? Like the NFL does it all the time. All the time. <laughs> uh, they, they, uh, they, your boy Tariq Hill not guilty. Bro. <laughs> not guilty, bro. And they're like, yeah. What which I want us to do? That is that's that's the real that's the real um like uh. That's the force you would say. Like you're, if this was a battle, if this was like a, uh, um, like one of those old battles where people line up on both sides and then y'all rush each other and see who wins. The real chicken. Yeah, the bit that you would say that the, the, <laughs> the real the for, chicken. You would, say, you would say the force against <laughs> against PC culture yep. would be let me still release it and see how y'all feel about exactly. it. Exactly. Because if it makes enough noise, no matter how bad you feel about it. Everybody wanting to be in on a conversation forces everybody to go view that thing and engage with it. I, I've said this before, hmm. and it depends on how great the product is. Does it on how people how people feel towards it? Does it? Yes. If the product is great, then people will make excuses for whatever the uh, background. I see. Is. I see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm here. I'm rolling. I'm fully rolling with that. What I was, what I'm getting at is like, even if it's trash but offensive, everybody has to go see what the offense is, so they can oh, be yeah. in on the conversation. Oh yeah, that's part of it. That, that that's definitely a thing. But but if it's, I, I but think, if it's great, I think if it's great, gonna, though, everybody's yeah. gonna make excuses for it. I think, right. I think yeah. the other one though, you don't need to put that much time in to do that part though. True. Like if like if you were you're going to make some trash shit to put it out and make True. it have it be decisive, then yeah, you could do that. That'd be great. But I'm I'm talking about like for something like the like the you know like this type of show or whatever. Let's just put it out like this, and then and then judge what the landscape says because I yeah. best believe it's still going to be a super high rated show yeah. on your platform. Well, that that leads to uh, Mo. Mo, we're both mad at you, but you sent some great questions this week, so we're gonna read them. But we're both—I want you to know—El and I both have beef with you right now. But Mo's question off top is about the Glasses Malone song in video. Um, everybody deserves to die, or Tupac deserved to die is the, the title of it. Did okay. you watch? Did you watch that? I, oh, I missed, I missed it. Was it released this weekend? Yeah, uh, this week actually, this okay. past week. Um, so Mo's question is. How do you feel about the Glass of Malone new song and video? Even though it's accurate, should he have dropped it? I'm glad you preface it like that, Mo. Even though it's accurate, should he have dropped it? Um, I heard, I obviously read a lot of people's comments and like their 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 outrage and what have you about the Glasses Malone perspective. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part about, and this is gonna suck because I'm the the ultimate Pac fan. But as as I get older as a man 
and start to reevaluate some of Pac's actions, um, it's hard. It's hard to defend. I'm just gonna be honest. It is. Um, okay. The the gang affiliation, depending on what part of the country he was in at the time. So coming from the East Coast, coming out West, fucking around in the Bay, depending on who he was fucking around in the Bay with, is what he'd be affiliated with. Then getting then Interscope ultimately funneling the the bond money for Pac to death row so that they weren't they didn't have to be attached to it on the back end, the paper trail at least. Pac felt you know, he felt indebted to Suge and them, which which by nature uh death row was, you know, being secured by the bloods and shit at that. Part so now Pac feels indebted to Suge in the in the Bloods in a real way. So now it's it's mob it's mob Pyru on everything mm-hmm. from somebody that's not from the set, mm-hmm. and ultimately it cost him his life. If we're looking at the logistics of it, but no one can say that out of respect for Pac. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel right to say. And that's back to your point about making excuses for shit if the product's great, right? Mm-hmm. Product pro, uh, Pac touched us in such such a way make excuses for some shit that ultimately cost him his life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and and that I, I and with that said though, I felt like G G Malone missed a great opportunity to tell that story. Hmm. So that was my only beef with it, Mo. He was accurate as fuck. He just missed the ball. Okay. You know? Um I would have liked it to to have been more depth, uh more conversation in and around what what posing can can get you you know it can mm. it, it 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 like that because it's like that street shit like them niggas really living by that and bloods in that crib shit like they really are living like to play with that mm-hmm. it you know like <laughs> for what for what it's worth like but isn't there a, a certain level of allowance uh for um for artists though uh because they do tend to funnel a lot of notoriety money money, money and money notoriety, and notoriety yeah 100 percent. so it's there's equal blame okay you know because at the but at the end of the day it's all the more reason why you why why we shouldn't align ourselves with something so rooted in validity in things that are that are ultimately really really shallow Agreed. you know so it's like Pac wants to be down with them because he's like yo these is real niggas these are real niggas and on the back end, the quote unquote real niggas are willing to leverage their rag and their lifestyle for validity, fame, and money. So what what portion of it is real? Hmm. And it's really this really sucks because it feels like an indictment of gang culture. I don't know shit about it, so that's not fair for me to say. Yeah. I'm just in the realms of the pox situation. That's what it looks like. And then when we can see. Chris Brown just aligned himself when we can see Wayne, when we can see all these people just soldier boy. Soldier, soldier when we see Big Soldier just big align soldier. themselves. Yeah. You know, and it's it's hard to it's hard to fully understand, you know, how to comprehend. So that was Mo's first question. His second question, Mo Green's second question was Pose is one of my favorite shows on TV. Why don't you watch it? I feel like he's trying Mo's trying to throw shots like calling me homophobic like why you don't watch it is like that has nothing to do with it like i to be honest with you i hella want to watch that show and I'm, I'm just glad you reminded me i just forget like i'm so late to whatever's on hulu whatever's on amazon whatever even netflix shows something that's coming on pose comes on fx if i'm not mistaken um 
but I just I just went to my first. Now I went to my first and then immediately went to my second burlesque show. Never seen one of those before. Okay, it's kind of mind blowing, hmm. you know. And and granted, I don't believe pose is the same thing. I believe I believe the pose show is sitting around a lot more drag and shit, mm-hmm. but it's performance. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, ah, and it's and it's with house music. Love house music. So I I want to exp- I want to experience that show. I just have it most. So that's why I haven't seen it. I don't. You probably you, you want you have any interest in po- watching pose? No, Mo. No, Mo. <laughs> L is not fucking with you, Mo. <laughs> should we save it or should we go? Should we get to why you don't not fucking with Mo? Now let's save it. Let's save it because it's it's in our topics. Okay. Yeah. Let's say let's save it. Um, another question coming from Lige. Uh, Lige says first uh, first question. First off, I want to be on the mic next time. Y'all have Mo Green on. It probably won't <laughs> oh, be for shit. a long time because we're both mad at Mo. Um, and he goes with a mic, not the way y'all did Kevin Allen. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> secondly, what's, what, what, how do we feel about Elon saying robots are going to kill us all? So we might as well make ourselves androids so we can take part. That's hilarious. <laughs> Be, only because Elon has been trying to get this off for the longest, bro. <laughs> like he's, he's been wanting people to come into like his level of like air and thinking. His for the longest the shit, yeah. and, and the only way to do that is to somehow artif- artificially an intelligence for like everybody like yeah. man, i need everybody to come into my way of everything what do you do you, do you think elon knows obviously he knows something that we don't know elon told us that this is all a simulation like y'all gotta stop playing around yeah like real shit that's a real thing so Hey. Are we bu- are we buying it though? In certain ways, I, I look at it as a simulation. I don't know if it's like to the ex, 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 um, like to the extent that he's talking about. Like he's talking about some actual matrix shit. But as as a crew, I think we've all like kind of maneuvered as if this was kind of like the matrix in and, a way. And so that I guess that's my beef is that I've always just assumed it was that. So I'm not like not wildly surprised and I'm not thrown off. Yeah. But there's a level again. Y'all gonna hate us because I'm gonna figure out how to loop this shit in. There's a level of privilege to be in that oblivious, though, right? We're all top. <laughs> so, so I'm going, uh, Elon. You ain't saying nothing new, but the like anybody that follows him is like, yo, this the realest shit ever. I'm like, bro, y- y'all, y'all should just come spend a couple weeks with us, like, <laughs> show you what what it's really like. Hey, Elon, keep pumping out Teslas and affordable flamethrowers, and he could say whatever <laughs> he could say he wants whatever to. the fuck he wants. The public would be like, yes, Elon, yes. yeah. Yeah, there you go, Lodge. Uh, Lodge also says, "Do y'all think white people need to stop touching shit for a while? Stop touching shit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, bro. Uh, yeah, bro. Like, um, I, I would say they need they can they can keep touching shit. Uh, I just think we need to be more honest with them. So, as they touch shit, be honest with them about it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but they can keep touching shit. I'm not gonna rule anybody out from doing that shit. Go ahead, touch it all you want to. I mean, but it's not gonna be. I don't know, I'm not gonna go that far. My bad. I'm gonna leave that one alone. You gonna leave that alone? <laughs> yeah, because I was about to go down a rabbit hole that I don't want to. I don't want to offend people, and I really, really fuck with everybody. So, um, that's the only PC thing I'm ever gonna say. By the way, short answer, yes. A longer answer is we just need to retain ownership for the shit that 
they're trying to put their hands on mostly uh that's that's all you know the the stories that they're aiming to tell the communities that they're aiming to to, to touch and cultivate and ultimately monetize we just need to produce all that shit for ourselves is what is what i'm getting at i just like for the sake of being in control being in control of our narrative um and for the sake of implementing generational wealth in a way that we can retain ownership of whatever it is it's not and it's not even just in entertainment you know from from our farming our uh our grocery stores our 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 restaurant communities our, our all all these different things that we can sort of help to generate and boost our economy and our dollar um i was i would say the mo- the the um I would say like the quickest way to that would be our fashion, like what we put on our backs and one hundred percent. I think one hundred percent foremost. Yeah, to be like the best fucking thing that we could do. Just shopping, just initially shopping, shopping, shopping black in general. Um, Killer Mike's doing his Black Friday thing, which is dope. And there, there are services and all kind of, especially like going to Atlanta was dope to see how many black farms there were and how many. Of restaurants, not even just black-owned restaurants, but how many uh, uh, Mexican-owned restaurants and Asian-owned Mex- restaurants were shopping well, and yeah, buying been, from the have black you farms? Been to a Mexican restaurant, like a Me- not Mexican restaurant, but a Mexican market. Oh yeah, right. That's something. Man, that, that is that's heaven. It's one-stop shop. Produce booming, everything booming. You know, we could have those same things. That's lit. Yeah, you know. Right. So it's just just shit like that for for me at least. It's like your yeah, short answer. Yes, stop touching shit, but. Also, just seeing us retain ownership, you know, be able to have access to get the loans and the funding and the resources to do these things. You know, I I can't remember who was saying it, but how easily and how minimal our credit needs to be to be able to uh, be approved for like a car loan or some some shit like that that ain't going to appreciate. Whereas like a business loan is fucking impossible. A business loan that's worth a damn is impossible to obtain. Worked in. Worked in. So... Uh, who else we got? Morgan, of course. Yeah. Do you do we need to start a GoFundMe page for y'all allergy med- medication? <laughs> Fuck you, Morgan. <laughs> that was hilarious. on top of that. We need somebody to go out there and purchase it and then hand feed us, bro. Because like that, that's the only way that's just not a sound place, mind. Nah. Um, Joe, I this think is I'm for- just building up my tolerance, bro. Like I'm building up my immune system. <laughs> Out here, barely, barely can breathe. So, so when we have no more, no more um, actual oxygen, bro, I think I'll be solid, bro. What we got? Uh, JoJo asked us, ask us, what's something you want people to take away from the podcast? How do you feel? Uh, how do you feel you're achieving that goal? And what's your favorite album right now in the world? Shout out to JoJo, man. JoJo, that, JoJo's hit, clutch. Hit us with the hit us with the deep one. You got it. You want me to go? You got it. No, I'll go for it, man. Um, I kind of I kind of talked about it last week. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, I just the just the balance, um, taking pride and representing, you know, representing young black men of color that have you know that are that are doing things in real time and like documenting that and sharing that. And creating a space, most importantly, um, for conversation, for thought, com- thought-provoking conversation, and um, 
what that engagement, what that conflict could ultimately look like. Like the the I, the concept of being wrong, somebody providing you the facts and you just walking it back. Something as simple as that is like we don't see that enough. You know, just like every with everything being curated and being like perfection and being delivered that way. Everyone's holding each other to that real ass standard in real life, and that's just Say not that. that's not conducive. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's not real. Say that, man. That's really what it is, man. I'm just tired of this cur- this curated world, man. Yeah. Like, tell you the truth, because I I wasn't on Instagram until um the summer to the show. Su- summer of last year. Yeah. Um, and up until that point, my interactions, like my interactions with people, kind of changed in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with like how people started to become IG. You know, like the characters they were they were making. Like everyone's make it's like Sims. Instagram is like Sims. Like you make a character and you develop it and you present it to people and they're like, Oh, that's you. So when you even when you meet people outside, niggas will call you by your Instagram name. That was a real thing. So that kept that kept happening. So I would meet somebody or uh, we talk to somebody and then a person of my like person that was with me would tap me on my shoulder and like, bro, do you know who that is? That's such and such and then called them by their Instagram name and like and then write off stats of like how many followers they have and how much (laughs) shit that's going on. And the shit was just mad weird to me, bro. So I just had to like try to get understanding of that so I could know like (laughs) both worlds. But uh, I think that's really what it is, is just trying to trying to trying to get a a better understanding of just like the world that we're in making sense of it from our perspectives um and most of what i see uh tends to be not that genuine and i like to come from like a very genuine place yeah so i like to have that come across in what i say at all times yeah uh so hopefully that's what folks at least get from what i'm saying i don't know yeah I've, i do feel like we're achieving that you know it's not it's not leaps and bounds. It's not a million listeners a week, um, nor should it be this early. You know, I, I I remember listening to Joe Rogan my freshman year in college. I remember listening to Juan Epstein and Combat Jack my freshman year in college and being and feeling like, like, yo, is anybody out else listening? You know, watching them grow their audience to people who are real supporters and, and allow you to sustain this longevity of people that have grown with you, uh, watched you morph, watched you fail, watched you uh, um, battle adversity. And that's how you spawn more doers, you know, because people get out of their feeling like literally like people watching you fail and like being like, yo, I ain't tripping off the shit. Like it gives them the like, oh, man, I'm gonna go try this shit. Oh, but definitely. we're getting these polished products and like, God damn, bro, I can't be that tomorrow, yeah. you know, so that's wrong. My favorite part about the show is like it's taken on so many different faces already. Um, we've added shit. The sound's gotten better. The look's gotten better. You know, the distribution's gotten faster and smoother, and it'll only get better from here. And y'all are growing and watching the shit with us. Like, that's my favorite part, and I do feel like we're achieving that. Yeah, uh, she, and then it's being consistent, bro. Consistent. Just, just out here. Bam. Chopping it up, bro, on a, on a weekly basis. So, and we're just glad to have uh, anybody that's listening, bro. So, <laughs> definitely appreciate that at all times. Appreciate yeah. y'all questions, of course. And she she also asked, what are our favorite albums right now, new or old? Mm. Um, damn, that's a good one. I mean, I I listen to a lot of Kendrick, so mm-hmm. that's kind of like my "To Pimp a Butterfly" and then. 
dams and stuff like that. But yeah. I would say like the the new stuff uh, would definitely be. I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to Jaden's album a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to uh, Willow's album. I got a few cuts off of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, it hasn't been like a, a full album projects I've been listening to. I've been my my list has you been make do you make your you make your playlist. Yeah, yeah, like whenever whenever album comes out, I tend to listen to the full album, mm-hmm. um, and then I grab cuts from it to like designated playlists, and then yeah. I just play shit on on shuffle from there. Yeah. Uh, so when I when it pops up again, I'm like, oh shit, that's a, that was a great space I was in. I've been trying to get better about the playlist because it it is such a great tool. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be an album guy my whole life. I just really like because certain songs make sense within the bodies of work and don't necessarily resonate outside the body of work. Yeah, one yeah. one particular album that stands out like that is the Crit, the new Crit album. Crit is here. Crit was definitely a big one. Um, that album is amazing in the way it's sequenced. You mm-hmm. know, some of those songs I wouldn't listen to by themselves, but within the context of the body of work, I'm fully here for. Yeah. So I can say Crit is on that list for me. It's only been three days, but I'm putting that Lion King shit on my list of favorite albums right now. Like that, that I can't wait till we get to that segment, but we're talking about favorite albums right now. Mm-hmm. Like at, like literally four or five runs through the first listen. And I, y'all, we talked, we've had the conversation about Beyonce for me. Nothing is resonant. Even the Carters didn't stick for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first record that I feel like is for me that I can be invested in. Granted, it's not, it's more of a compilation, but the way I'm listening to this album is how I listen to Jay streets is watching or the dynasty where it's a, it's clearly centered around them and their character, but they got a bunch of dope features and like songs that they're not even on that I'm fully here for. And the reason, I guess the real reason it resonates like this is I don't get to talk about a lot of cool shit on the show, but this I will share this. Mm-hmm. I got commissioned to do my first video game music wise. Mm. And it's for one of my really good friends from Nigeria. And he's like, yo, do the music. I'm like, yo, fam, like I don't make Afro beats like nigga learn. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, so <laughs> yeah. luckily between a a few subgroup of like really great friends. I got a, I got some awesome playlists of like people I should really, really fuck with. And for the last three and a half, four months, that's all I've been consuming is like straight Afrobeat. And so now to the point now where I'm like understanding the, the strong structures and the time signatures and like why they're hard, why there usually isn't a snare, like not, not where you would expect it, like all these different things. Right. And so when the album starts and it's that, I'm like, oh, nigga, I'm here for this. So it resonated in a different way because it's what I've been like studying mostly, like fully immersed in. Yeah. And I guess, you know, because the, like the WizKid shit is obviously beautiful. Burner Boy is amazing. But hearing B do it with her texture and her cadence, and if it's her writing, whomever it is is writing, like the writing style um, that finds your way back shit. Like, I, I think I've listened to that song at least 20 times in, in the span, since it's been out. And I, I, I just the the fearlessness of it, like creatives pushing themselves, and it felt it felt more in the vein of her sister. It felt more in the vein of Solange, where she just like fuck it, I'm gonna go out here and explore and try anything. And that shit sounds good on her. Somebody that's already that great and that polished, doing us acquiring all the tools to just throw them out the window. Go fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's do this. Let's do some fun shit. And that's what it sounds. It just sounded like they had a really great time. And and that's always gonna 
that's always going to outweigh anything for me in an experience in a, from an experience standpoint. Um, yeah, so that that those two records, Igor, same thing with Tyler. He just he's just he sounds free. So I'm always gonna resonate more with freedom on a, on a record. The Mad uh, Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs shit, the uh, Bandana, they sound free. Mm. The only only way you can get to making shit like that is if you have studied and put enough time in to like learn all the rules, acquire all the tools, and get to the pinnacle and go fuck it. We're gonna throw all that shit out the window, you know? Yeah, I mean that's why I'm really really interested in hearing um, the next uh, Saint John project. Yes. Yes. So St. John's uh first, the St. John the, record the on that one. The collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but his uh his first one that he did last year, I would say is definitely one that's in rotation as yeah. well. So yeah. that's one that I list I go back to a lot. But uh that's another like artist I would say is uh, he, there's there's certain artists, you know, there's certain artists where you literally you you can kinda get a you can get a grasp on what they're what they're doing. Yeah. You know, like what they're what they're about and yeah. that you can tell that the quality would be there. Yeah. Uh, so I was like the St. John. I have like the Jit's first album. Yeah. Uh, the Never Story. Uh, yeah, that's another one. I was late to it too. And well, Hereditary like, is probably one of the best written. Flo, and, put, Flo and, put me on that song. And, and that, put that song together changed my songs life. I've yeah. ever heard. That like, visual. The the visual as well. Yeah. Like the, that just the, that song collectively is just a great piece of work. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, the, uh, I wanted to say the plugs I met and Tana Talk 2, uh, Tana Talk 3, excuse me. Those are like still in heavy rotation for me uh, right now. Uh, the Griselda shit, the Benny shit specifically. I just, for something about Benny's texture, his clarity, it, and the, and the beats, like the Der- the Derringers and the, Al- and the Alchemist shit is just like, it's a, it cre- again, it creates another portal for me where it just like gives me that early violator like that early 50 power of a dollar shit it just puts me back in that mindset and anybody that lived through that shit knows that that's one of the i'll go i'll go wayne squad tapes and 50s mixtape run hmm. nothing's fucking with those two hmm. and, and and if you go squad you got to go all the way to the drought no ceilings and all that shit but if we started the squad come on man wayne was having a good time at that Ooh. point in life man him him and currency like Together, just had just free again. That's a bit, again. People talk about the quality of that shit. Even with the quality being bad, like now, now knowing what we know, mm-hmm. I still can listen to that shit today. Yeah. Um, motherfucking uh, the first the first shit with him and Cannon. It sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. It's the best experience ever though. When you listen, it's because he's free. He's, he's having free, fun, and that was a that, that was him like honing skills. Finding himself, he's fine. He found like that was him finding his voice. Like he found his voice and just ran it up. Oh yeah, it was a really great time. Yeah, so sorry to go on a tangent. That's you could we. (laughs) That's usually how you get us. Yeah, music and music, movies, and not a type of shit. We'll Uh, be on tangents. Oh yeah, we got that. Those were our questions for the week, y'all. Thank you. There were some people I missed last week. Uh, Deuce, what did Deuce say? Um, Deuce and Thomas asked some great questions, and I probably can't even get to them no more. Whatever. Uh. <clears throat> um. Let me see. Can I? Can I even access their shit? Probably can't. Hmm. Oh, maybe I can actually. Nope. Um. 
Yeah, those are the questions for the week. Keep we're gonna keep that shit going because it's just been good. People are always send in some really great questions, and it just it sparks something and sends us into a whole nother abyss. Um, but we can get to our shit. Uh, I had a lot. I mean, it was there's always shit happening, but I, I for some reason our last few episodes we moved away from the like the shade room rundown of shit to talk about and kind of moved into a, a space of shit that actually matters to us. And it, if it suits us well. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> just been like brunch money is back again. And hey. I just been sitting in the brunch, like just writing down shit that happens in those conversations. Cause it, that's the hot spot. Man. That's the hot spot. That is the hot spot. It's that's the, the hot it's spot, the cheat code. Man. It's where you go to do recon. And yesterday wasn't a brunch, but it was attended a friend and his wife's housewarming. And they're two of my favorite people ever. Their stories are incredible and what they come from. But they also are just really, really genuine, great people. So I, w- I, I wanted to attend it. My day was crazy, but so I moved everything around to make sure I could be there. And in being there, um, it's a housewarming for crying out loud, right? I don't, we don't have housewarmings. Like, I didn't have none. When I, not when I was little. We didn't. We moved a lot, but it wasn't on a, like, oh, we're going to have a housewarming every time we move. Yeah. If we would have had one, people would be like, yo, fam, what happened to that toaster I gave you at the last house type yeah. shit, right? So we didn't have a lot of them. And so for whatever reason, I associate housewarmings with some white people shit. I just do. Yeah. <laughs> I do, right? So we're standing in the backyard. We're, you know, sipping and shit. And out of nowhere, I'm just like, because they're talking about like, oh, first Christmas and all this shit. I'm like, oh, nigga, you got to get on your Clark Griswold shit. You got to do all the white people shit at the, because at, you got a house now, right? You got to have a, the Christmas box in the garage and all this shit. Like it was, and then I was like, and then it, for whatever reason, that chain of jokes spawned the thought of my own particular admiration for white culture. Okay. Like not nobody else's. I don't want to generalize it. I wanted to explore mine. Okay. And... I, the Clark Griswold reference was such a was such a like a a poignant thing for me is because it's one of the first movies I remember watching is the Wally World shit the the National Lampoon's Vacation shit and thinking this is the funniest shit ever and going damn I want to drive my family across country one day even if it goes even if I run into all the shit Clark Griswold ran in it'd be worth it to spend that time type shit right definitely and and then I start thinking about. Why why fucking I Love Lucy is one of my favorite shows. Like gra- me and grandma, like grandma, you know, grandma would watch that shit to go to bed. So it's my connection to her. It's not necessarily to the show. Mm-hmm. It's my connection to my grandmother. To, but I love that show. Um, it's a great show. It's a great show. <laughs> but, but through loving that show, you know what a relationship should be, what's, what's funny, a dialogue, all the shit start to develop this thing and it's like the, the admiration for white culture is built there and so just seeing people talk about that a lot like why why we lift it up why is it on a pedestal and for whatever reason I always thought like yo it ain't that simple like there's something more to it but it was in that moment last night where I was like yo the admiration is through like relationship and like experiences like what's tied to those experiences for me personally you know but when you narrow it down at it at its roots it is this weird affinity for like like housewarmings aren't just for white people. Like black people do do them too. But for some reason, we ain't never done it. So I'm just like, oh, some white people shit. So I, I yeah. can't wait to have a housewarming. Nigga. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, and do registries and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I don't know, man. I, it's it no, was I get it. I get it, it was a thought that I had, and I was like, hmm. 
can we explore that more? You know? Yeah, no, nah, I think it, it's and I I get I definitely get what you're saying. And I think it I think it comes down to like access. And like I think I think a lot of times like we don't we don't receive that access like or at least where growing up for me, like I didn't I didn't know nothing about that stuff. Yeah. But like that I did get a lot of that when I went out to school. Like hmm. just being in like a family household. Yeah. Like where everybody is together, everybody came back to the crib, came back to see the parents and like how they interact with each other and like what they've accrued over the years. Like I can't really talk about too much stuff that I that I've that I have over 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 years, you know what I mean? Like that's that shit that shit t- tends to get left wherever the hell I was. Whatever, at. wherever it was, nigga, trophies, jerseys. I don't know where none of that shit is, bro. Like luckily, my uh, my grandmother, uh, like we sent that sent off like my stuff from school uh, to her. Oh, good, good, good. Because otherwise, man, that's most of the stuff that I even I even got out there is still sitting. Well, it was sitting in the basement when I was there. Probably not no more. <laughs> Probably not that shit got ciphered <laughs> off to different people by now. But yeah, I think it's just the. I think it's just going up the timeline. There or go, just going up the family tree. How much stuff do you have that has been passed down? I think that kind of comes down like, just like memories of uh you know events and things that you do as a fam that you pass down to your children for them to do as well yeah is like just something that traditions traditions, right yeah and so not even just traditions for you just like traditions for like your friends family like all that stuff put together like just being in other households to find out what the hell they was even doing exactly you know what i'm saying so that's kind of like it it always felt like just winging it for us. So winging it is kind of our tradition. Like, we're really good at winging it. Like, yeah, it was a wing, bro. You, that wing is hey, perfect. Nigga, last minute, I could make a dinner for 20 and not blink, my nigga. Like, just because it's just a thing. And this is hell off topic, but being back outside and, like, dating and shit, like, yeah. it's come up as, like, a like a barrier or, like a like, a communication disconnect for me. I'm so like, like last minute, like just kind of with the wind, like yo, whenever the wind is blowing, like we could just do it. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's yeah. like, nah, Monty, you made plans with me mm-hmm. and you're going to change them on our way to the plan, nigga. Like, yeah. that's not okay. And I'm yeah. just like, well, why not? Like, you should be more adaptable. No, nigga, you don't change the plans <laughs> yeah. on the way to the plans, you know? So it's just like, it's causing a lot of like, uh, Exploration and shit in a re- in a real way. I'm just like, bro. I hey, winging it is like is status quo for me personally. I don't see. I don't have nothing wrong, and it don't affect me. Yeah, I can I can change plans in a second, my nigga, and not be disappointed about nothing. Yeah, so I would say like with that special specialty skill right there. <laughs> Niggas, you niggas, got your niggas, black ass alone. Nigga. Nah, niggas, nah, niggas, nah, niggas, like cats are like uh, for sure prepared for like the end of the world possibly yeah. could take a place. You know what I'm saying? Like for like the full blown wing. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like being in, everything is so is so planned. Especially like trying to gather schedules together. That's that that is tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But also like the those those events though, like the just like I'll be watching this on TV. Like, bro, some of the things that white people are able to put together just planning and scheduling wise and then they hold like a hundred people 
to that shit. To like, that, shit. that 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 sounds ridiculous. Hey, you told me you was gonna be here in October. You better be here. Here's the save the date. Here's the reminder. Here's the invitation. The process leading up, like the amount of follow ups you do, the 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 thank you letters the you thank write, thank you cards after, thank you for card. after, bro. Like it's hella shit that goes into it that just sounds nuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But wait, wait, G, hold on. So mom's retirement party, right? Mm. This is this is me fresh from. Portland, like with all my white friends, so they send out thank you cards for attending this shit, right? Mm. So mom's retirement party, it was a black like people showed hella people showed up, brought hella gifts. So we get all the gifts back to the house, and I'm like, yo, mom, you gotta do thank you cards. And she like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> my mom's face when I asked her to do thank you cards for people that came to her party was like, Oh, I might have been in Portland too long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they are, oh, what? What? They came to celebrate oh, me, bro. Shit, I forgot about that too. You just said that. No, uh-huh. that's 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 a real that's a real thing. That's hilarious though. Oh man. Um how did we even get there? Uh you talk about the admiration. Right? Oh, admiration for white coat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. the house the housewarming junk. Well, with the housewarming shit, then it got me to the 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 nuts concept of trying to fill a house. Yeah. It was hard for me to fill my apartment. Yeah. Filling the house sounds crazy. I don't have a lot of shit. Yeah. I th- yeah, now it, it my house would never be filled like at the very beginning. Like right when we start out, that's not going that's not going to be a thing. <laughs> I got a Just, corner for you. That's it. Bro, like, you know, I got I got a, I got a living room and I got a bedroom and then from there, tell you the truth like the amount of like decorating about a decor that's going to happen. I just need certain spaces to look a certain type of way. Yeah. After that, free for all, all go, that go needs for to go it. on. Like, but that initial, yeah, I don't know, man. I know Pops is able to not let go of things. I am the ultimate let go of shit. I've, but it's back to your point though. Like, just having to get up and go, dog. I've left shit. I've just left so much shit behind that would probably be important to somebody else. Most definitely. Like, I've left. I have shit in Portland. I got shit at school still. Well, not still. I'm, I imagine niggas either ran through it or got rid of it. But uh, school, Portland, um, uh, the house, the other house in Richmond, like the old houses from when we were younger. Like, nigga, there were so many times my mom would just move when we were at nigga. I'd be at your house for the weekend and come back to a whole brand new apartment. Yeah, wow. and be like, yo, where's man? We don't have, we don't got we don't got that no more. <laughs> All right, so I, I oh shit connection. Maybe that's why I can, like, on the drop of a hat, just like switch gears. No, it's it's, def- <laughs> it's definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing because I can I can look back to um, like being like the the bed situation. So mm-hmm. like they're not really being like a designated bed for shit. So like, <laughs> of course, like you can pick up and go to like you can go to multiple friends' houses. You yeah. can go to like uh, family's houses. You yeah. go to like, any anywhere or whatever, and just and all you need is a corner. Give me, get, bro, give me a blanket. Give me a blanket. I'll you know figure what I'm it saying? out, and I can figure this thing out. Yeah. You know, I we can stay at coaches coaches cribs for for the Sunday. Yep, bro. Cold part. Okay, this is going off on tangent, but cold part is we had a basketball team that was in a church league. And none of us went to that church <laughs> ever, ever. So, so CYO, bro, what? Are you kidding me? So they tried to call the whole. They tried to call the league on this because we was raw as fuck. So what happened was they was like, so one, they don't live in this area, and then for two, they don't go to church. So what happened was in order to get around that, the coach had us stay at his crib for the weekends. <laughs> so we had we had we had uh, twelve dudes at, at coach's house staying in the living room. On the, on the stairs, and inside the inside the travel van, 
And then popping up in church, they get to take pictures. <laughs> So that we could play at this church. All for the win. All for the win. All for the win. Yeah. Oh, man. The shit we would do to be in church league, man. Jeez. Nah, that's just funny. Nah, but uh, yeah, I think that just comes down to the, the, amount of, the amount of traveling and the amount of things you got to jump up and do. And you just, just going on a whim uh, growing up that kind of embedded that into you. Just like not to, not to be comfortable, but at the same time, bro, I think that's something to break my, like you gotta kind of break that way that way of thinking oh no i gotta break it for sure dog yeah. my last relationship yeah she goes yo fam why is your shit still in a bag like you got george right Real here shit. Shit. Uh, i'm just ready to go if i gotta go hey. <laughs> gee it took two and a half years my nigga to put my shit in the drawer yeah what that's that's, that's just sound too permanent and also, it's not like I'm about, that's that's too much hopes up, bro. Like that's not. Don't to, get my hopes up. Because if we break up and I gotta unpack this drawer, bro, I'm never like, packing a drawer again. You understand? Nigga. What you know? You know how far it's gonna set me back, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. So, all that leads us to genetic trauma. That was another conversation that came up okay. this week. Um, how much of trauma and like baggage is? Subconsciously passed down generation to generation. Nah, nigga. I mean, I know people talk about this shit. I know I'm no no we not fucking this ain't news flash PSA type shit, but it's like we don't talk about it enough. Mm. And it's so su- it'll be some subtle shit. It'll be subtle. Like uh, a mother to a daughter, the daughter's in a healthy relationship, and the mother will go, Girl, don't get your hopes up, or some shit. Or just some slick shit. To put to to insert some doubt, and then the girl projects the doubt onto her nigga. Like, and and the boyfriend meanwhile is like, "Yo, what's happening?" And then the boyfriend's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm off it." Yeah, For, most most definitely. Vice versa. The dad is like, "Man, I don't trust these hoes," and you like, "Dad, but I I, I love her." <laughs> you like, "Nah, man." Now that is like one of the most That's some real shit to damaging explore. deals for like just for a a um a growing boy in like the stages of Bruh. needing to know things. Yeah. And you get because what happens what happens for children too is that you learn you learn a lot from people saying shit, but yeah. you learn so much from just looking at things. Man. So so if the Im- if, if the imagery is is off, yeah, then best believe those are like your those are like your your learning. That's where your that's your foundation. That's where, that's where right you're there. building your that foundation. Is your foundation. So you know how much stuff you got to unravel and uproot Rewi- <laughs> in order to rewire rewire yeah. in order to rebuild a foundation Fuck, from yo. shit that from shit that you didn't saw and heard and been around. And how many people, how many casualties are along In that the, road? My, that's the part. That's the part. You're not even, you're not even intentionally on no reckless shit. You just, you trying to get back, you trying to get back to what's right. Yeah. By going through a bunch of, a whole bunch of bullshit and all the casualties in the process. It's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard one. But if you look back, uh, just like for, of course, uh, hindsight size 2020, but if you mm. just look back and... Think about like the beginning where you don't know enough. Hmm. You're not separated enough from the equation. Yep. So the amount of not giving a fuck that transpired when somebody was actually probably being dumb as genuine because you because you go across people, of course, that man, they're for sure just a season. But you go you go around people that for sure have 
left something with you Absolutely. without even knowing Absolutely. it. You know what I'm saying? And that was like a amazing human being that is no longer in your life at all. Not even yeah, exactly. That's I was having that conversation like now I know better. But yeah, back sure, but sure. back when when I was younger, just ending a relationship and cutting it off and not having no communication at all was so normal. Oh, but yes, but yeah. mind you, I'm the nigga that can't really be in no relationship if I don't fuck with you as a friend. So a lot of a lot of my relationships are like my partners, partners. Yeah. You know, like I'll bring them if I I knew I would I knew I was gonna be in that if I brought them around y'all because that's that's how I judge for whatever reason that's my measure of like if I like this person yeah, yeah. is how much I li- actually like being around them. So to go through all that and then for the relationship to run its course. And to never communicate again and then to do that over and over again, one one day I was like, I can't do that no more. Cause like regardless if it's still intimate, like that was my partner that I don't talk to. Yeah. And just way too young and extremely immature to know better or to find the words or to face the conflict of whatever may have transpired. And a lot of times it wasn't even no, it wasn't no cheating or no crazy shit like that. It just had run its course. Yeah. So why does it have to end ugly? Cause it's over. It, I was just too immature. You feel yeah. me? So like knowing that now it's like, well, let's face the conflict. It's over. You going to move on. I'm gonna move on. Let's be good. But you're my partner. Let's still check on each other and have it be cordial. You know, and eventually move past the cordial phase and remain actual friends. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that's for that's for sure a part of the process. Yeah, because that I I can man vouch for the amount of times that 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 neither 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 party is um, is mature enough to pull that to off. sustain the friendship, but. There's a gravitational pull, yeah, uh, for you know, for just y'all, y'all connecting. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have, like you said, it doesn't have to be intimate anymore. No, uh, because that that might have phased out. Yeah, but there's too much. There's too much history. There's too much. Um, yeah, man, you got fam- family and friends in common. It's like, yo, how's such and such doing? I don't know. Wait, y'all don't talk at all? That's crazy. That's crazy to go from. Probably communicating with someone every single day, maybe if you lived with them, um, shit close to being engaged. I know I've been there, and then to never talk again is nuts. I don't know. It's just it. But saying that's nuts is more likely to be shunned and being like, "Nah, fuck them, move on." Like, cut, close the door. Why is that? Why is that the norm? To just move on to someone, move on and never even engage with someone that you spent that much time with. Uh, you talk about like from like outside parties, outside parties. Why are just shit, like the societal norm? Just person? Society, yeah. Why, why is why is generally why is that is an acceptable norm that we all kind of buy into and agree with? Like, nah, close chapter. We we on to the next. Uh, I mean, Some, I mean, sometimes you, it's healthy, but. If it if that was your friend and it didn't end bad, like and it wasn't toxic and it wasn't manipulative and like y'all were real friends and it looked like honestly, the romance part just ran its course. Right. Because folks be catching that battery in their back, bro. Like they be catching that battery in back from folks who do not have a horse in this race. Ah, thank you. Yeah, they ain't got a horse in this race. They just be like, man, to hell with them. Burn it all, burn it all down. I'm not happy. That's back to that genetic trauma though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you if if you're dealing with people that each have one, never each one teach one. Feel me? Yeah. 
Like I, I know people that have never been in relationships with people they like. They skip the like part and just go straight to the love shit. Most it's of like, them. Most of them. It's like, um, wait, you don't like that person? No, I don't like them like that. No, I love them. No, what? Wait, 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 wait. Help me understand how you fucking with somebody you don't like. I get, I get fucking on somebody you don't like. I get, yeah. I. That makes sense. But like, this is my girlfriend. This is my. This is who I'm with. I don't like her, but I love her. No, I'm. I'm not here for. Her. But that's that shit right there. Like that portion is for everybody else though. Because uh, just to be with somebody Just for the sake of being with a person Is for everybody else That That's has nothing crazy. to do with the actual household or situation You know what I'm saying Like folks just don't like being alone Because therefore it insinuates that there's something wrong with you hmm. So if you, if, you, if you can't spend time by yourself and can't handle the questions of why you ain't why you ain't why you ain't got no kids uh you see how i'm living right now lady (laughs) (laughs) i was i had my dad cracking up i was like fam you have four kids at this point my nigga why you wasn't suicidal man that shit sound nuts (laughs) gee i couldn't if i picture me like oh man wifey calling i gotta go change the kids like i gotta pick the kids up we can't do the podcast today four kids by my my dad at my age my dad had four kids jeez i don't know i i I couldn't do it yo man i know my pops are rolling stone but man like i i I don't I, i i don't know man but that's i think that's the part that now that's the part of like the the genetics that um, that gets passed down that, that I was talking about Like you You, you learn from What you see Yes yeah. um, And if you're lucky enough To bypass the years Of you You know Being Not saying that they were But I'm saying You go past the stages Of you being ignorant To the facts mm-hmm. Of like the The grand scheme of things Yeah um, And the effects that Something, the effects, like, something yes. like that would, yeah, yes. Something like that would do then you you almost have a responsibility and obligation to yourself and to those around you to do it right to then do it from your aware way you aware know what i'm saying yeah. and then and then people you know people that are over there hassling you about how your situation is right now yeah will fall will fall on board when they get it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but until then like I, like i like to say with people in general and this has to do with career shit mm-hmm. for, nobody nobody understands what you're doing until you've already made it, the enti- entire thing, bar. the entire thing leading up to That's that, motherfuckers don't understand none of that shit at all. None of that shit made no sense to them. But that was, but see, that was what I was talking about for me last week, where it was like, I I gotta re- get back to that because I had learned that mm-hmm. and internalized it and it made it a part of me. Mm-hmm. But was you know making a little traction, doing some mm-hmm. fly shit. So now you're trying to incorporate and in, you know integrate people into what you're doing in the process portion of it. And you still not there yet. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 no. Too soon. Too soon, Monty. Get back on the shit of just doing the work mm-hmm. and not trying to integrate everybody into the process. Cause it's too it's just too much. Yeah. You get it. You're committed to it. You study it. You know it. Like this this career is your passion. Ain't everybody passion. They not gonna know the nuances and like the the, the references. Like cause a lot of this shit is reference based. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, I understand why you why he's doing that right now. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I can project and forecast because I understand the reference. They don't understand the reference. They can't project and forecast with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was a great point. Thank no, you. That's for real. That. That's real. We got all the way there from genetic trauma. We're killing it today. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can jump into the uh, the Beyonce. Um, okay. 
The Lion, no, no, not the Beyonce. Well, Lion King may as well be the Beyonce. Uh, yeah. Um, you, you saw Lion King already, right? I did. You went, did I you did. go opening day? I went opening day. How'd you feel? Did you go, what, wouldn't they start showing the opening day like at six o'clock or something like that? Yeah. Um, actually, no, I did not make up for opening day. I went the following day. So I went, I went Friday. Friday, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to opening day. Okay. I think it's going to be tired. But uh, yeah, I went the, I went the following day. You mm-hmm. know, I went to the, I got the full experience because we went to the, um, to the uh, to those theaters where you know the seats sit back, the and reclining the, shit and all that, yeah, yeah, the big old, you got your the road down there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, yeah, it was a, it was an experience. Was it packed? Then hell yeah. packed, yeah, for sure. It was packed for every single that thing's gonna be packed for a while. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was it was it was good though. It was good. It was um, it was cool to see it, see it the way, like see it with the life, the, the, the live deal. action, yeah. That that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. I would I definitely say it. it was that's that's a that's one of the Disney films that for sure worked as live worked action. that way. Yeah. Um. Now now we get into if you're really really into Lion King as the best Disney of all time, mm-hmm. then you're kind of comparing the two. And that's just natural. That's natural. Yeah. That's natural. So you're watching it. You're seeing like some of the changes they've made to it in order to like advance it and modernize it a little bit yeah, yeah. and also give in like move it move it into like the pch too oh so that kind of made his way into there like they changed some wow. of the, they changed some of the lines see that's that's enough for me to be turned off yeah they changed some of the lines in order to update it as well yeah. so that it, nothing nothing gets in trouble in today's age <laughs> which i which even in like i was like Damn, I didn't think that they would actually change that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't yeah, think that yeah. was a big of a, a big of that was, that's a lot, that's kind of a reach. Yeah, but um, I can say that um, one of the takeaways was that you know you know how much uh, faith Mufasa had in Rafiki because it does it it doesn't make sense until you put live characters on this shit uh-huh. like actual animals uh-huh. that you realize that this nigga got his brand new cub in the hands and of put the, and put this man and put this man over the cliff yeah <laughs> this, sh- this shit this shit look weird bro in, in real with in the real, real live action with the real live action, 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 action like, shit bro, look crazy if Rafiki don't bring that cub back in <laughs> Hey, <laughs> that is the, but see, niggas was asleep when Michael Jackson was hanging blanket over the balcony. That, that's, that's all I mean. it was. Like, that's that's what, that's, all it that was. was the feeling, bro. Like, like he was like any moment that little cub that don't know his limbs yet, and he's about to jump in them arms. Oh shit! Nah, okay, that's just hilarious. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. Um, I had every intention of going opening day. It's been like with the move and everything. it's been it's been a crazy like couple weeks to show and everything. But um, Monday tomorrow, y'all know where I'll be. Matinee, Monty. Dolo, no shame. Actually, I might be shamed because it's gonna be a packed theater no matter what. It's time gonna it be is. people there no matter what. Time I got my going. my yeah. uh, I got my tourist met tat the the smoke shop one <laughs> in my glasses <laughs> and that. shit. I'm gonna be tucked. I'm gonna be low. I'm gonna be real low. Smoke, smoke. But I'm I'm for sure going matinee money tomorrow. Anybody wants to join, fuck with me. Um, I will say that whoever hasn't seen it or people that have seen it, you are gonna really really enjoy Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Timon and Pumbaa is Seth Rogen and JD. Oh, why do I always forget his name? I his name. He's hilarious, he, though. But he smoked the original uh, Timon. Don't say that, bro. That's big. This Timon. JD's is, hilarious, though. This, I think he's this funny. This Timon is amazing. That's what's up. And they gave him way more lines. Like that. That's how. That's he's how raw the Timon hella, was. He's hella funny. Yeah, yeah. How did Seth Rogen do? Seth Rogen did well. He the did. Hy- hyenas did okay. 
the Heinen's were dope. Actually, Ed with the Ed's update was dope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, bet. Then I'm I'm in. Uh I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna try to do my best and not be one of those people trapped by the original version. Um I, it's just hard to what's up with the film this monumental. I did that shit with Beauty and the Beast. Um Yeah, it was kinda hard getting the uh, the, the girl from what's name? From uh, Harry Potter to really, even though she really does look like the character Belle, it still was just tough yeah. It was yeah. That. It was I don't know, but I'm I I still enjoyed it though. I enjoy like I enjoyed Aladdin. Like I I did. There like, was a there was a reference to Beauty and the Beast. Let's see if you catch it in Lion King. Yeah. Oh, bet. Okay. I'm here for it. What I wanted to talk about though, because I didn't see the film before that. Oh, go ahead. I do want to I do want to say, and I'm sticking with this that. My knock was that um, that Scar was not sassy enough. Scar didn't have no spice. There was no spice in oh. Scar's voice. You can't you can't give me no. I don't want a Lion King with no with, with Scar don't have no spice. Just though. because I didn't I didn't feel my man, my man's level of asshole. Like my man wasn't backhanded enough. Just with the just with the oh. size, bro. The, the 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 extra level of sass in Scar's voice is what made him really made him feel scar. like a villain. Yep. So yeah, I mean he was a scary lion, but he wasn't like that. But that's okay. that's it. That's all okay. for that part. Um, we we referenced it earlier. I referenced it early. Er, of the Lion King, Beyonce's Lion King, the gift, feeling more like Jay Street is watching American Gangster, um, the Dynasty, and by that I mean just these these theme based records, uh. Centered around one art, one artist, but opened up to like a like a, a like a collaboration or a compilation style of album. It, mm. It's a it's a brilliant thing, and it's dope to watch somebody leverage their likeness the way Beyonce is doing right now. From mm. the Adidas deal um, to now with the with this film, the way she did Coachella, um, and. And wanted to talk about that for artists going forth because everybody's trying to project and forecast where the industry's moving to. Mm-hmm. And for a while, just been trying to have these conversations about artists and leverage leveraging them and their brand in its entirety. You know, where fuck the label deal, skip all of that. Let me go leverage. Let me go leverage what I'm doing with a company that's in alignment with what I'm trying to with what I'm trying to pull off. So if it's an if it's a production company, if it's a multimedia company, if it's a clothing company, if it's some if it's some product you stand behind, you know, and you got any sort of cachet, any sort of leverage, go in there and bust something down to where it's like, yo, I'm gonna do this film, but I'm gonna need y'all to open on top of paying me my quote as Beyonce, I need y'all to open this budget to do this album. And then a two get a twofer, drop this, y'all gonna retain some ownership. I'll, I'll bust down the points with y'all. We'll do a 90-10-80-20. Y'all get to keep some of the residuals. Just open it up for me to in, incorporate it and, and conceptually brand it in alignment with this and we're just gonna get a whole album off. You know? It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And really, really smart business, especially when the music's that great. Like, mm-hmm. that music is phenomenal. Um, and so, not having seen the film, I'm curious to see how the music stands in the film. You know? Like, I, I'm, I just... Because the music away from the film, not to, and that's not to even say that all the songs have anything to do with the film. I'm just curious to see, like, having heard the album, mm-hmm. I want to see which ones made it into the film because that mm-hmm. shit was jamming, jamming. Okay. You know? Um, 
I don't know. That was that was just a thought I had. Just for artists leveraging in, in general, watching what Nas is doing in Silicon Valley, even shit, even the athletes and how they're leveraging stuff. You got you talked about Clutch cutting a deal in Hollywood. Like that's a big fucking deal. Huge, you know. And like understanding where the like all the money is made in the middle, and for so long we've either been at the bottom and have these fast ass ascensions to the top, and skip where the real money is made, mm-hmm. like the real money on the back end where you don't have to tour. Eight, nine months out of the year, whatever, you can kind of leverage certain shit and kind of make all the money in the middle. And it's not, again, it's not all the money that it is at the top, but a lot of money in the middle eventually outweighs that quick bag you got at the top. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a really, it's a real brilliant thing. Did you have, um, what were, did you see the, like the, the details of the deal with the clutch shit? Uh, it, well, uh, just with the, I forgot the name of the company, but, um, I think it's like UTA. Oh, the the agency. Yeah. The agency. Oh shit. Yeah, oh so wow. They have a they have a branch of there now. So basically, any get the fuck of, out yeah. Of so here. if they were to get an athlete, if you want to write a book, if you want to uh, star in a film, you know, do a come right stuff, here. Then you you do a mixtape. <laughs> Did you say that, <laughs> bro? If you if you want to do any any form of entertainment, bro, the, this is a one stop shop for you. And it's scary as hell for them old head white folks that. Has had the agencies for the longest. lot because we ain't we hadn't been thinking about no agencies. That's what I mean. Then Hove coming, Rock Nation, Brian and Clutch and them are clearly do thinking the same thing, and hopefully other people of color are being. Uh, I know um, Jim Jones and them are starting their own agency. I get I've gotten hired for like four or five consulting jobs now, where I get to see what they're doing. I'm just like, wait, why don't I just do this? Why don't I just start an agency? I'm already consulting. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting I'm getting a fraction of what I should be getting paid. Like I get to charge them pretty well, but if I started my own, you know, and then just worked out some deal that made sense to again make the money on the middle, make the money in the middle, and, and retain ownership. Like it's a business out there for it, especially if you're already consulting and shit. If you're already maneuvering in the industry, it behooves you to start a multimedia company of some sort. Yeah, you know, and again make the money in the middle, but. That is if is it UTA is that the agency whatever that agency is G I say it is. that's the agent you know so the agency in Entourage mm-hmm. that's what that agency that it's what it's based off of mm. yeah okay so that's crazy that's a really big deal um shout out man shout out to Mav and, and all and all that man that's that's a really that's awesome Randy and everybody that's crazy. Yeah, that's just only ridiculous. Um, what else we got? Yep, UTA. Um, Tyler finally addressed the Khaled shit. Did you see that? Did you get to watch that interview with Zane Lowe? No, I missed it. It was really good. It was really, really good. Um, just get to hear Tyler really clear. I saw Tyler on La Brea. Um, I don't care what anybody say, man. I like Zane Lowe interviews, man. I like Zane. I, I like Zane Lowe interviews like, too. I'm here, hating, for, I'm here for Zane. Like, Folks, you hating his positive uh, way of going about things yeah. and like kind of leaving. I said stuff Brea, out. Fairfax. I'm tripping. So Tyler on Fairfax, um, and he looked really, really fucking sad, <laughs> um, like extremely sad. But it could have just been him just like trying to duck the crowd or whatever. It wasn't even that big of a crowd, which which led me to believe like that sadness was real or whatever. So to see him now, he looked a lot more like himself. Um, but he addresses the Khaled shit, and it's right in alignment with what we thought, what we what we what we had been talking about already. 
is he just like, hey, this nigga went and got all the motherfucking people in the industry that move units. Cardi, 21, Post Malone, Hove, Beyonce, you name it. Lil Baby, everybody's on that record. And my obscure mystery album outdid y'all. I get to be proud of that, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, this ain't even this ain't even no beef with you. I get why you upset, but when you look at it like that across the board, just on paper, mm-hmm. you should outsell me 10 times with all those people if you leveraging it the right way. That shows all these suits and everybody that's going, oh, we can just do this, and they're looking at the Instagram algorithm, all this shit. That shit don't mean nothing if the music ain't jamming and if the person hasn't nurtured their demographic the way Odd Future and Tyler have. Most definitely. And uh, Clarence Can- Clancy... Um, one half of the management team that represents Tyler was on Rap Radar talking about that same thing. It's like, nah, fam, we just nurtured our demo. Hmm. We didn't overlook them. We didn't neglect them. And now that's how you get a number one album at album six. That's how you do it. That's how you do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Khaled just got to be real for a second. Like, at some point, I mean, I get he's made a killing off of just being in the middle mm-hmm. uh, So He's He's been like the most uh, Like I would say Like the most I, wanna say, I, wanna, I don't want to say shallow But like just Face value um, Acts for Who knows how long Yeah, That's kind of how he built his entire brand um, Saying the same thing over and over again Trying mm-hmm. to program uh, People into liking it Um and at some point, like it's just it's just that it's just so much parody right now, so much going on that his level of just uniform, the exact same product over and over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. becomes bland. Yeah. Like it be, it 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 wears on the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I used to think before he did the damn um, before he did the whole thing with Snapchat. I couldn't stand Khaled, bro, because mm-hmm. I felt like every single time I saw Khaled, it was literally him doing DJ branding, same same word phrases mm-hmm. over and over over again. I don't think he ever actually said anything. Said it, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then just to have like the projects, the projects really are going to depend on how the acts perform. Yeah, because it's not. It's it's gonna be the same the same formula. Now it's gotten lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the work is still. I mean, the work is gonna be. It's gonna be well. It's gonna be a lot of money in it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you potentially. Can, I, think, I think you can but hang think, your hat on that. But well, well, not, well back well, before this. Before thing, yeah, yeah, before now. Now we're seeing the pressure of like, yo, this shit ain't paying the way it used to, and that was always my beef with the brands and the and the labels. That went based off of your numbers on social, right? So I talked about this before, but in the beginning, my first few meeting label meetings and re- and meetings for representation, like I'm going in there trying to hire like management and shit. And they're like, well, let's look at your social. And at the time I had like 600 followers and like, yeah, fam, you ain't popping. We can't work with you. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right. All right, that make I that it made sense at the time. I was like trying to justify it and get like, yo, that makes sense. Like, I get why you wouldn't fuck with it, but isn't the point to like grow it? Like, I I do have something. I do have people that fuck with it and are following mm-hmm. and engaging. Like, the point is like to like grow together, right? 
but no one's no one's doing that work anymore. You know, like they they want to come in and you have you have the illusion of a demo when they start breaking down the numbers and getting in there. It's like, oh, you don't have no real following. Oh, and so that's what you see with Khaled is again. His demographic is fleeting because it's always based on the hit. What have you done for me lately? Can you give yeah. us a hit? You didn't leave with a single. We're not checking for this album, my nigga. Like, yeah. we're not. Even even trying the nip shit. Like, had you rolled the nip shit out a little bit further, then maybe. But you tried to drop that the weekend of, and it didn't work, you know? Um, I don't know. It was It's fascinating to see because that's what everybody's been hanging their hat on. It's like numbers, 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 numbers. And now we watching it and y'all numbers that's cooked ain't paying out the way that they should be. And y'all didn't cook the books and fooled yourselves. And when you, did you forget that you cooked the books? How you forgot? Because man, they, <laughs> you they, start believing your own lies. Bro, nigga, you because forgot you, you cooked the books. Yeah. Cause you didn't pay, you didn't pinpointed your weekend. You didn't think anything was coming out at that same time. Tyler came and got that ass. Came and snatched it. <laughs> Um, and now you're angry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you thought you had everything set up, and you thought you had, you thought you had a, a great enough team yep. that would have been able to see, sniff, know anything that could deter this. All of them was as oblivious as oblivious as you as you were. Because all you're doing is just passing money around. Yep. That's all. That's you're not. You're not. You're not following up. You're not looking into it. You got you feel like you got people to do that, but best believe some people, some of the people in the highest of paying jobs, especially in that industry, bro, are not really doing work. Nope, bro, you're just really like it's all a get over. Yep, they know they can get fired, so that's 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 the risk that you run mm. to not doing a great job. Yeah, which they probably did. He probably did fire his, <laughs> most of his team. Everybody got to go. He rethinking everything. You just love Oh I love my team Nigga they They all slept on that Tyler shit Now you Everybody gotta go Oh niggas is gone Yeah Um But that's what's up though I'm glad I'm glad Tyler's out there Doing like I mean he didn't have to respond But I like to see the arrogance and he, but he it. but he didn't even he didn't even respond on no like hostile shit He yeah. was just pointing He was just pointing out the fact like Yo I have to be proud of this Because of what it looked like on paper. On paper, it looks like, nigga, I'm not going to come remotely close to moving as many units as you when you go get those names. And the fact that you wouldn't got those names and I still beat you, y'all all should join me in a celebration if you believe in what we believe in. And like, it's, star, it's the stars versus, it's some, on some underdog shit, but not even really. When you know, because when you know, you know that Tyler was primed for that. Yeah. But there's a lot of people just sleep and refusing to pay attention. For whatever reason, like refusing to. What was his last? Was the album before this was, was Cherry Bomb? Cher- uh, no, uh, uh, Flower Boy. That's right, Flower Boy. Okay, Cherry so Bomb. He, was so he's, he's coming off of a, uh, a highly acclaimed album. Flower Boy was highly acclaimed. Cherry Bomb. Was, they kind of shit on Cherry Bomb. I thought Cherry Bomb was great though, personally. Yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't have sold like that if Cherry Bomb was the last one. Yeah, but I think for sure coming off of Flower Boy, Flower Boy yeah. it, it made sense. Yeah, this this bubble was about to happen. Yeah, that's what's up. That's um, up. Staying in the music world. November, man. What's November? We got November. That was off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, staying in music. Um, Rocky's still in, in Swedish prison, and artists are still protesting with the exception of Davies. Davies said, I stand with my man, but I ain't turning down no money. <laughs> so everybody else is like, I feel it. That's, what, that's what Cardi said. <laughs> uh, I stand with my man, but I'm not turning down no bread. 
is, is Dave Davies words. Um, Carter is like, yeah, I, I can't condemn an entire country. <laughs> she's like, she's like, but she's like, yeah, but free, but free Rocky, free Rocky. <laughs> um, but Jada Pinkett Smith, I saw that. Yeah, says, hey, let's call a spade a spade. G Easy gets busted with 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 cocaine and some other shit, and and he, hey, send my man on his way. But Rocky's still Rocky's still there for for an altercation. It's white privilege at his finest, and and G Easy like a real bay nigga he is. I was like, yeah, she right. <laughs> what you want me to say? Like he was really he said more than that too, which let me know bay niggas is different all the way around, all the way, all the way, and. I've always felt that way about G personally. He just, he gets it and understands it in a way. Like, I don't, it's funny because the, 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 the new elf, like he, he personifies that Elvis shit so well, but he's way more tapped in and like, but he, in fairness to Elvis, Elvis was tapped in like Elvis really at his, like, at least for me, like, I don't know the Elvis story enough, but Elvis did everything he could to surround himself with, with black people and like be immersed in that shit. Like that's just what he this what that was his shit. That's where he felt that's where he felt most himself. You mm-hmm. know, so Elvis gets the knock for stealing rock and roll, all this shit. I get it. Like I one hundred percent understand that. When you think about Chuck Berry and fucking um uh Ike Turner and all that shit, like I get why they, they beef with Elvis the way they do. Um and I know G personifies that, but G's so tapped in and like fully immersed in the shit. Even his mom, like his mom, watching his mom talk and in support of Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. It's like, bro, he's not he's not an aloof, you know. And I know, mm-hmm. I know white people always asking what they could do. Man, move like that, speak that well, speak that clear and that articulate about social injustice issues. Like his, I I wish we could find this quote. It was so it was so spot on, hmm. you know. I was, and I was ultimately proud that he is the face of the Bay right now. Yeah. I, I know other people. I know you can have a debate about that. I'm going G all day long because he because he's making it a point to put hella people on in the process. That's true. You know, yeah, so I'm with, I'm with that. I'm with that. That too. Um, I think this is not going to be like the most popular of opinions, hmm. but um i think there's a certain level of accountability that comes with this one what for rocky yeah oh tell me more you're uh, not the first person to say that i'm 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 here i'm listening for i'm listening yeah uh just because this has nothing to do with his old quote this has nothing to do with that just because you know there's time in between that mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure once he's out he's gonna feel Sing a, lot, a different he's tune. Gonna feel a lot different what if he come back i come out like nah nigga i ain't switching my steez nigga this, i still stand by that I mean, he could say that. Like he could front, he could front that all he wanted in public. He better move. I bet he moved different. I bet he moved different. I bet he moved different. That's the and that's the thing I'm getting to mm-hmm. is just uh, there's a certain level of arrogance that tends to happen when you get money uh, that you don't realize that you're not afforded the same opportunities. Yep. And then you're across. It's not enemy lines, but you're across lines and waters that are foreign to us and. You're now you're now you're putting your you're putting your entire everything on the line. Yeah. In order to do what? In order to be tough. Hmm. Because in this particular situation, there was really no need to even be tough. Like, I understand that they're following you. I understand that there's a lot that there's a lot that was going on. Yeah. Um, but you feel you. So you feel at some point he got gassed like 
He tried to do the walk away shit for a minute and finally was like, man, I ain't pussy. I'm about to put hands on. I mean, naturally, though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a natural um, occurrence on the inside. Yeah. I think I think at some point. So that's why you say there's some ownership to be had. Then. There's there's definitely ownership just just for all that rah rah bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? Knowing like, where you at, nigga. We in a whole nother country. Like, your this situation. Could, this could 100 percent take place. And then why? Why I'm not surprised by that stance, G, is because. When Freddie Gibbs was doing his press run a couple weeks ago, people kept every interview he went into, they're like, yo, we know you caught your situation overseas. It's kind of like yours. And he's like, nah, nigga, this ain't nothing like mine. Mm-hmm. I got blamed for some shit I didn't do. The 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 young lady said she had a dream about a sexual assault and they took my black ass to jail mm. and almost lost my whole life. So please don't compare this. This ain't even close. That's, mm. what, Gibbs, that's what Gibbs was saying. And it got me to thinking. Looking at the video, it's like, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with both of you guys. Basically, like this is there's some ownership to be had, and you don't ever want to see that. But uh, let's not write that off. And I, and I think about, no, 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 no. I think about my mom a lot too, where she's just like, yo, fam, like when, especially when we were younger, like, man, you gotta be, you gotta fully be the biggest person. And I ain't no no nonviolent shit. It's just like, yo, be aware of where the fuck you at. You in a whole other country, dog. Like. Catching a fair one out out here ain't catching a fair one at home, and even catching a fair one at home ain't the same thing now because niggas got cameras. They gonna you gonna get charged, and there's certain shit now where it's not even up to the district or if whether you get charged or not. Like that's what's so that's what's so many. Hey, this is crazy. Yeah, like uh, thing things I've learned over time, and like of course that's something I'm not saying I'm the. And all be all know it all shit like that nothing like that but just like things that have been learned over time is that you don't want to put yourself in the hands of the law bro yeah like that's just not the thing yeah because once they once they sniff you bro they can do whatever the fuck they want with you bro yes yes, yes. like it, it's you can have and hopefully you do like you gotta be paying lawyers left and right and the best of them <laughs> you know what i mean like the, <laughs> the best of the best that know that shit yeah because anybody can get off with the right right amount of money absolutely but once you cross once you cross the lines though man and they they want to make a mockery or they may want to make a, a um they want to make a like make an example of you yes then here you are you know what I'm saying? Because they like just 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 from seeing the reports and how they're talking about ASAP and him not being charged, them wanting to do a full investigation, them keeping him because they believe that he's a flight risk hmm. um, and extending the time that he's in there uh just uh, another week or whatever just so they can do more investigation mm-hmm. even though they have it all on camera yeah the need to know that like the need for there to be an investigation in the first place you either charge or you don't. don't but this whole part right here is the part that they're trying to imprint into your mind hmm. and i would just hope that when this is over with of course they're trying to i mean hopefully they don't i mean this is outlandish to say six years in prison for the shit that they did but then yeah. again i don't know shit about swedish law law yeah. or anything yeah. i don't know i don't know what constitutes six years yeah but if that's on the table that's that's crazy crazy but also that you're not that's you ain't got nothing to do with that bro yeah. but um i would just hope that when they do get asap back i believe they will mm-hmm. uh that he moves not with a certain level of humility 
but just with a better, uh, j- just moves a little bit different. Different, different, absolutely. I would just hope. Hope. I would hope that he doesn't come out arrogant, Rocky, about this type of situation and be yeah. like, "Man, they just wanted. They were just trying. They just, they just had it out for me." Yeah. My nigga, like, I, I, ma- I need you, I need to learn a little bit of a lesson here. Yeah, I imagine he'll be clearer and move again. Just move different. And um, that ain't no, that ain't no, just teach black people lesson type shit, bro. I ain't no none of that shit, bro. I want, I want niggas to be as confident and pissed off and arrogant as they want to be, nigga. But certain, I want you to be safe. Certain, yeah, I want you to be safe, bro. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want it to be a situation where this was this time, and bro was little, bro. So this was, this is one of those times where uh, you were put in jail, but I don't want it to be another time where shit, you, you didn't even get that lucky. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that's the part that, that's the type of shit that'd be tragic over yeah. nigga what? Yeah, staying in our, you know, in the judicial realm of things. I've been seeing the ICE vehicles way more. Okay. And maybe they've been moving around, but, with, you know, with, with everything heightened, I guess, I'm just noticing it. You know, like when somebody point out, oh, I want, that's a car I want. You start seeing, like, I'd never seen that car before, and then you start seeing it everywhere. It's that type of shit. It's like, mm-hmm. just being cognizant of it, I, I never realized, like, how immigration was moving around this motherfucker if they always have been and maybe you know maybe they've just upped it they're out there though y'all so you know protect you know protect your protect your friends who are immigrants um or, or who are undocumented citizens and you and you're aware of it do all you can and do to protect them um no nobody show that id nigga if 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 they slide on that like it's just there's so many things we can do to help protect our 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 people here from fucking these 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 encampments that they got set up all over the place where people are dying and shit. Uh, oh, he just hit a walk off. That was crazy. Um, yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I just I wanted I just wanted to point that out because I, I I just noticed it this mm-hmm. last week just riding around. It was a, it was a it was a uh, a government vehicle behind me for shit felt like five six miles and that's not normal, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so finally, I get over just to see, like, God damn, like, because you know, you can still even with the new vehicles, you can kind of tell the lights and then spot the rack or whatever. And it kind of it got on side of me, and it was it was it was an immigration vehicle, and I was like, well, immigration services, and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Like y'all out here like that, and then get off the exit, see another one, and then I'm just driving down. I'm on, I'm on a park, or is it Harrison? I probably was on park. See another one. I'm like, God damn, they out here like that. Yeah, that's a very well-funded uh, division, man. You feel me? Like, yeah, I get that. They, um, yeah, I, I was thinking about the type of individual it take to even be a part of ICE. Man. Like that. that that's thank that's, you. That's some sick individual. I l- looked in the front seat to see who was driving. It's like, bro, how do you? Like, what kind of oath are you taking to uphold some shit like that? Like, I don't, I don't. Gee, to be honest with you, I know, I know a lot of people. I feel like I don't know that many twisted individuals. Not to say that everybody that works for that organization is twisted, but even even when you look at some of these police brutality vehicles, like how do they let people act like that? You know, like I like how do you how do you stand and defend that and all the shit? And it's just it's confusing to me because I don't know that many shitty people. That, that's cause that's where they at. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you don't know them, nigga, because that's where they that's are. That's where they at, bro. Oh, them that's funny. Them motherfuckers is undercover doing this shit, bro. That's like that's funny. That's, that's funny. That's, that's where them folks is at, bro. Like it's crazy. Have you seen um uh what is it uh fifteen what was it fifteen four 
Parish or something like that. <laughs> I forgot the name. I forgot the name of that movie or whatever. But about the um, about the three, uh, the three guys that um, one of them joined, I think the army, mm-hmm. um, and they end up taking down the the dude that tried to uh, kill everybody, uh, kill kill everybody on this train over in Paris. Mm. Um, and they 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 it, it was cool because it it was um, it was directed or some or produced or whatever by um, by Clint Eastwood. Okay. Um, and he used the actual people who who were the heroes as the the leading cast and uh, of the movie, and um, they just went through like the background of them leading up to that instance. So like how mm. they grew up, how they became friends, and then how they ended up being in that situation. Wow. Um, and but the the coldest part was just like the mentality of the per- of the one dude. Because they all weren't, but the one guy that ended up wanting to be um, a part of, like, the um, the army or the whatever part that you want to be in. But just, like, the mental that he had leading up to that. You hmm. know what I mean? Like, and it's kind of, it kind of takes, like, a different type of person to want to even be, fuck with it. Yeah. even be in that type of shit. Like, some That's of them real. just have, like, a little strand that's missing or a little, little, string, little string that's loose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little, little off, few, few screws loose. A little oh, off, you man. know what I mean? That's, and that's who's that's who they're they're signing to protect and serve. You know, it's well at this point, bro. How many people are really doing the volunteering? Because I mean, I, if you if you're in California, I mean, you get a you get a good pension, but you got to make it to the pension. Pension, yeah. It, yeah. Where are you gonna be living at? Facts. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um. I think it's, fi- do- it's 1510 to Paris 1510 to Paris Something okay. like that yeah, but You want to do new music? I mean there's Nas We kind of talked about Willow I finally listened to Crit uh, We talked yeah. about I mean we kind of talked about it all Now nah, we should The Lost Tapes Did you listen to it? I listened to some of it Are you a Nas fan like that? Not really Not really Okay I thought I thought that Um like so this, was, this so, was back into the strand of Nas that is just like whatever, man. So for me, well, that's what I'm saying. So with that in mind, not being the biggest Nas fan, I imagine a Lost Tapes is even harder to get into because it's not it's not centered around any anything conceptually. Yeah, that shit was rough. Yeah, like that. That's probably what it is. That's what it is because I really do like the conceptual stuff. Though, like yeah. the the one that had like uh, ch- cherry. That's, a, that's life is good. Life, life is, is good. good. Life is good is a phenomenal like like right behind you know right behind Illmatic. It was written. Uh, the 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 nigga out the, the the untitled album is still one of my untitled favorite records too. too. Yeah, untitled yeah, is yeah. really we yeah. we we mobbed a whole summer to untitled yeah, that one shit, year. That was a shit, yeah. Um, however, along with my Blueprint three, man. <laughs> however, a lot. You go. I'm not the biggest Nas fan, so this is hard. Being a big Nas fan, the lost tapes are my favorite moments. Okay. Um. And I saw. You know, I, I you know, I'm always curious to see what people are saying. And I and I part of me kind of gets it, but not really. This shit was so tight to me because we don't ever get to see Nas like be uncomfortable and like push himself and try different shit. So hearing the different cadences he was trying, the different bounces, it was like it made me really happy to go. Damn, my nigga do, does go in the studio. And explore. Um, he's an overthinker and a perfectionist, like like most people are. And so mm-hmm. this is a this is the these are the rare moments where you feel closer to someone who's so refined. Usually, like the packaging we get usually is like mad refined and like flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't I don't know I don't know what it is about me and my connection to the process. Like the, I got to explore that and figure out what that is. It's something about being let in on the process that makes me ride for it more. You know, like the free like cuz it cuz when they when he does catch those moments of of brilliance um on the Queen's politics shit um oh what did he say? I can't even remember the line, but that that Queen's politics record is like that shit, I, I played that shit over and over again because it's just like it's a different pocket, like it's a diff, like ch- it's channeling almost. Mm-hmm. And those moments, like Hove has those moments, um, for me too. Like earlier, maybe not as not as many, but early Hove with Volume One specifically, the highs of Volume One. Oh my gosh, I don't think he's reached those to this day. Mm-hmm. The lows of it are the dumps, you know. So you got to kind of live with those those low moments to have those accept to have an imaginary player. You got to live with uh, uh, key key to the city. Okay. You got to You got to You got. You can't have one without the other. You know, it's that type of shit. But you just like, but I got imaginary player though. Mm. I'm all right with that. You know, I got uh, where I'm from. I'm hey. Thank you. I can live with the rest of the shit, you know. And so that's what both Lost Tapes 1 and Lost Lost Tapes 2 are like that for me, where it's these ungodly, like, these God, I'm sorry, these godly, brilliant channeling moments where Mm. I'm like, nigga, thank you. Mm. I can live with the rest of the shit, you know. Mm. Um, So I was ultimately grateful for Lost Tapes 2. The packaging, the energy around it, like seeing Nas be that excited and shit is dope. The production that he was able to get the static the static joint is amazing. Um Swiss caught one on there I thought was dope. Rizza is always it's always fun to think about Rizza and Nas together. I don't know why for me. Um I th- I think for me it's just gonna be tough listening to East Coast uh like just throwing together songs. Like I think I, I think I could do that a lot better at West Coast stuff. Uh, just because I kind of know like the bop and the the um, the feeling or whatever, mm-hmm. I understand uh, what that air, what that person is talking about or where they're where that where that air where, where that from. Yeah, is yeah. coming from. Yeah. But like the East Coast, I have a zero clue. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of things like I I like tell you true, I just I just like when Nas stuff is polished. I don't really I can't really. You're not a, you're so it. not alone with that. Like there's so many people that stand on that shit. Not and. A part of me gets it because a polished Nile sound like sounds like life is good. Mm-hmm. Life is good is great. Like there's nothing fucking with that album. But that's like how like that. I think that's just me though. Like that's just like that's, just that, like that's, that's, that's how be, that's how I need like East Coasts. You needed to be to be packaged. To be packaged. You need like, to be, it has to be, to be full. That. But knowing who your dad is. If the beat's not banging, my nigga, you not here for it, nigga. Riding in that truck, yeah, that's just true. Like you were, nigga. Do you realize you were raised in fucking frequencies? Like <laughs> your dad yeah. had four fifteens in a truck. Yeah, so if and, it's not and banging, confusing ones because like it'll be slapping for like two minutes and like the, by by the two minute mark, you're really into this song. Yeah, and then it get turned all the way down to one. <laughs> Where you can barely hear for my man to be in a conversation on the phone. <laughs> on the phone for the whole rest for of the For hell alone, though, bro. Like, bro, I just got into that song, bro. And now like, you going to turn do- it out? Come on, man. 
So you know, hey, so you know, uh, troubling and confusing hey, that is as a child. Uncle Riding with you used to be traumatized, nigga, because you, you would turn down the best part of the song. Like, it made the you best angry, part of the, the best part of the album, let alone the best part of the song. It made you angry. Like nigga, you couldn't talk when the intro was on. Now you going to talk with make him say, "Okay, come on, now I got to fight. I'm hot now." Don't ever turn down make him say. Uncle. Don't ever turn down make him say. <laughs> um, what we got? What we got? But uh, Willow, Willow. What'd you think? You could come on. You're our, 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 our resident Willow expert, our resident Pinkett Smith, Smith, Smith family expert. Pinkett Smith, Pinkett Smith family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an extension of the fam. What you got? Uh, no, I, I fucked with it. I, I really, really, really liked it. Um, I've just been, I've been all about what she sound like, huh? I haven't listened to it. What she, what she, what she, uh, what's her energy like? Her energy is. What you see SZA striving for And SZA said that before Like SZA Has said that she wanted to be like As free as possible with her expression Mm. And Willow Is like has Some of the freest of expression That doesn't seem to Exactly Go with the song that was right before it Uh But it doesn't matter because It's all because it's put in the alternative bag so all of her all of her music usually goes into alternative, which is completely different from if anybody knows from when Willa first started out with the with my hair shit, where they tried to project her out to be like the next amazing pop R and B artist. And that shit was not flying. She was not happy, bro. She chopped that shit off. Nigga said, "I don't want to do this shit." <laughs> and Will and Will was like, "Nigga, you but you got a contract." And fuck she that was like, contract. Fuck that contract. Yeah, I got how, a contract. Wait, how liberating. Because I, I wanted to when I when Will was telling that story, I I thought they would get to it, how liberating that was for the for the for Will and Jada who oh, were man. in the industry to watch their kids go. Man, fuck this industry. I think that's that's part of the thing that really affected that entire family's journey. Yeah. Like because yeah. Will's such a polished, such uh, a perfection, yeah, yeah, perfectionist artist. Yeah. That's that's like all about always refined and like. And also, he is he's from a different time where he understands the type of work that goes into it. And why you got to play how, the game. And how fragile it is. Mm-hmm. You know, how, mm-hmm. how fragile it is. So, he definitely had to do things in order for that family to even be to, on that pedestal. And to raise some fucking rebels. It's like we made some... This is what... This like is, I said, I would never go against Black Plus. When we got when we have that opportunity, nigga, run it up, run that shit, and up, it should man. it should look like it should look like Jaden and Willow, bro. I love the level of freedom and asshole that 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 those children run run around with, yeah. And 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 then but to to back it up with humility all day to all make day. them to make I them mean, flag fl- amongst their peers. Even wanting to do philanthropy at twenty and twenty one yeah. is nuts. The only, yeah. the only people that were just bringing filter, filtrated water to Flint, yeah. Is nuts, yeah. You know what I mean. So, like, yeah, that's that shit's important. Yeah. So, so the so the music is on par with her. You know the the role she's assuming on the show with her mom. Because I I, yes. I I only can yes. watch that show because of Willow. Like, I for some reason I can't always do Jada. This is true. I could, but Willow, I'm there for. Well, because Jada Jada seems like she's like she's getting a talk show. Like she seems like she's kind of she's she's found her bag. Yeah, she, she's happy with that. But she also seems like she's kind of putting on a, a front sometimes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, it is on par with what she's saying or what she's doing on that show. Uh, but it's also the next edition of like the last project she put out, which was amazing. Um, and also like the song that she did with where she was going bar and bar like frequency and frequency with uh. With uh, Kid Cudi, oh, 
Like she's in that bag that's, where you kind of just song. She's she's not for play. Oh man, that Willow and Cuddy song is like to this day. It it, it just if I'm not feeling well, I can put that on. Like I f- I felt like they made that for me. Yeah. Like that that record is crazy. Yes, yes. But yes, it's it's on par with that. The last I would say I would direct everybody if they're not familiar, uh, listen to the last track number eight. I think that was that's probably the. She gave us an eight banger. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna that's, listen that's to like, that. On that I said okay. that's the entry, and then you can listen to the rest of the project. But yeah, number eight, the last one. Um, what'd you have about Eddie Murphy? Oh no, just that Eddie Eddie's back, man. It, it was good to see him in um in a good good headspace on the comedians and cars. Comedians and yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was. By the way, man, that's that's a underrated, really amazing show. That show's amazing. I love that damn show. Again, man. it's the process, though. It's two. It's a it's a person guiding the conversation that has had success and has a process, so knows the questions to ask. Exactly. You know. So exactly. it's it's just it's just different. We that's why. For as annoying as drink champs can be, when Nori have somebody I want to hear from, I go listen because hmm. he he's asking different questions than your typical journalistic shit. You know, yeah, uh, I, was there, I was there for the bigs one. Yeah, I'll go. It's a, it's a few of them that are, I'm willing to sit through for because Nori's going to ask the shit that are they're going to you can get the right stories. You know, and the comedians writing in car shit is the same thing. And seeing seeing a rejuvenated Eddie. Like seeing, but again, that's that that's that black plus shit, where it's like, nah, my nigga, I'm not gonna work if I'm not inspired. I don't have to. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have to just to say. Just to, I'd made enough money to sustain this lifestyle. I'm not gonna make that nothing. His crib was nuts. <laughs> his crib made no sense, bro. I'm not working unless I'm feeling it. Unless I'm. That's the whole point of being a creative. You work off passion. Exactly. So that Dolomite project is about to be stupid. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, they're just they're they're doing the um, uh, coming to America too. Yep. Uh, he's potentially gonna do stand up again. He's gonna uh, do stand up for he's Netflix. Gonna, he's gonna do stand up again, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fucking. I'm going to the Netflix. Better put that. That's the one you put in theaters. Yes. Like I know Netflix wants to get on their theater shit. The Eddie Murphy special because you're gonna bridge. They're gonna get Eddie spans almost four generations. Mm, yeah. Of people that are that'll go pay top dollar. So you got somebody that spends four, maybe five, my nigga. No, he does spend four. He's almost on five. Eighties, nineties, two thousands. Yeah. And now. And then we're about to go into twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. So damn, Eddie. Shit. So that's what I'm been saying. Out for a minute. Netflix, if it was going one you gonna put your money behind, it's that one. Yeah. It's gotta be. For sure. Don't even play around with that with it's, that sticker price. Come on. Like Come what on, you, what, you, what do you what do you want? Come on, you better pass that over. Come on, put and let's run it up. Let's split the let's split the profit at the top. We putting this one in theaters because it's gonna be an event. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I was definitely excited to see that man. And also, man, this man Seinfeld, bro, be killing me, man. How so? Like he's he's one of my favorite just human beings. I can care less about the material that he puts out as far mm-hmm. as like the Seinfeld show. I don't know, whatever. That's whoever likes that, you like it. Yeah, uh, but. Just him as a person, just because he is one of those white people that I'm okay with being a complete asshole. Uh, complete like he asshole. He doesn't come in across obli- as an in ob- asshole. In oblivious. Yeah, he doesn't come off as one yeah. until he actually says something, and yeah. you just got to double take. Like, did anyone just say that shit? Yeah. Like, you just said that shit to me. He's from a. He's from a again, but though from a different era where that particular white comedian slash thinker 
feels comfortable in that realm. And and so you on the receiving end or the black people we watch with them in them spaces don't take don't don't stunt stunt that at all. Like That's especially true. Eddie. And I think that did Dave Chappelle say that? I think Dave Chappelle said it. It's like I'm more comedian than I am black. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it's like you're gonna let the thought ride if it if it's gonna invoke some sort of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Which not- is dope, man. I really wish people would live their lives that way. You would not take so much offense to what people say. You would really, it, you it, would really contextualize. It, removed, it takes all the power are. out of shit. All the power is then, then thus lost. And some of the shit is actually just fucking funny. Just funny. Like if you really look at it, like the <laughs> fact that, like, the, the one of the funniest things to me is, and don't take this wrong, anyone who is white, because uh, I probably do say it way too much when I just say white people, or whatever. But um, is just like. We're the number one racist show on the podcast, by the way. Supposedly, yeah, supposedly. (laughs) But like a white person being angry at me because I am not bending to their will Hmm. is probably like one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. And it's not personal. It's just more so I deal in the world of facts. So I need to know all the information first. I need to know the facts of the situation. But naturally, you just think that since you are in an outrage or angry, that somebody should then cater to it, or just on some status shit. Like, I assume this. That's status, a huge thing. That's a huge. I assume thing. this Classism, status. status why are you? Why? Why? Why are you challenging me? I'm, it's not even. It's not personal. I would challenge anyone in this space. Anyone. I had. A, I had. I had. I did. But, have but a the moment. fact that. But the fact that you think that is about you, like you think yeah. that's a personal attack on you, is the part that's funny because, like you said, this would be across the board across for the board. anyone. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter who. Bro, it don't is. don't don't come but, in here spewing facts of wrong shit because I'm like. But that's the hilarious part is this is and Aziz touched on it, which I loved his that's why I loved his special mm-hmm. was just the fact that you believe in your stance so much, like mm-hmm. you believe in your opinion so much that you that no matter what, we should just go with them. Yeah. Without asking any questions. <laughs> like, how dare you ask a question how about dare, my how dare you ask And the arrogance behind that is funny. Like yeah. that's that's a funny stance. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead, man. No, no, no. I was going to say I had, I had my, it was, it's funny. It was funny. No, no, no. It's funny now. In real time, I was ultimately frustrated at myself. Mm-hmm. So me and Nana were walking in Nana's building mm-hmm. and Brez just moving weird. He's just moving hella strange. And so I go to open the door and he holds the door to walk in behind me. I'm like, yo, who you here to see? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I felt like a dick, a rate a, a racist against my own people, dick, dude. That's that's, that's why that hell, shit was man. so funny because I was like, "What gave me the power to play doorman?" First of all, and then nigga, this is how you feel when you're in a nice building, nigga. Your man can't be in here, no. But it it honestly was just how he was moving. Yeah, yeah. and I would have asked anybody that, like, right, fam, right. you moving crazy? Where you going right yeah. now? <laughs> like, who are you here to see? But. I bro, I was sick to my stomach. Niggas got all questions, day. bro. Like I yeah. had real questions. Like, hey, what's happening right now? I can't believe I just told that all. all That's day. hella funny. That shit though, definitely bro. happened the other night, though. Nah, that that'd be a thing, man. Like everybody gets held accountable for whatever the hell situation <laughs> you in. No matter, no matter, no shape or form, bro. Let me know. I oh know. man, I oh. those deets. 
What uh that's all I had, cuz. Uh yeah, I think that's we could pretty much stop there. Oh yeah, no, nah, I was about to say just with that Seinfeld thing as far as the Eddie Murphy one. Mm-hmm. Like like his type of comedy. So the comedy so they was riding around the car and they saw uh homeless people on the mm-hmm. street or whatever. So this man said do you ever think about like the like the when you see a homeless person talking to another homeless person? One of them has to be giving up like giving advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, you know you know what you should do, bro. I found that shit to be off the wall hilarious, oh, bro. Like people, people people take so much offense to that, but like that shit is funny, bro. Cause he's like he's like because when somebody's talking to another person, then somebody has to be the one that's giving advice. Like if you think about any two any two people talking to each other, one of them yeah. is giving advice to the other. Yeah. So he's like, bro, and I just and he just left it there. Didn't didn't get no details on it. Yeah, just left it there. Let it sit there in the atmosphere, bro. This, I love that comment. That shit. I, I'm here. I, for ain't, it. I don't need to explain shit. Like y'all, y'all take that. Y'all take your mind where y'all want to with that. Y'all, shit. in the in the spirit of that, did you see the lady that had to apologize to to Triple X's like estate and shit? Did you see her joke? No, no. She was just like, she's like, yo, Triple X is a rapper. No, you know, you, he may have a song you may know or not or whatever, but he was murdered for fifty k and at a car at buying buying a bike. They murdered him. They kind of moved. With, the world has kind of moved on. And she's like, at that time, she's like, yo, that would be an awesome commercial for Venmo. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I I get why people were outraged. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's. The, her, maybe her delivery was trash, but it was it was a funny joke though. Yes, but I like I get, but I, you you can't laugh at that shit now. It yeah, it it depends. It depends on how much you fuck with Triple X. I fuck with Triple X. That's I why I was like I was fake offended. It was yeah. like I'm not really offended, and that's kind of a funny joke. Like the joke, the joke in like just just put, take the joke aside from the actual issue. It's funny as fuck. But just as a joke, just but over I, here. But my now, first now, now what goes into I'm fake go, though. I'm fake though because I was fake offended. I was like, oh, she don't get to say that. And then I read it. Like I, I didn't even get to hear her say it. I was reading the joke and laugh. Yeah. Like that's how I knew <laughs> that's I was. What I, that's what I mean. That's how I knew I was pussy. That's, I was like, oh, you, you nigga, you gonna fake be fake be offended and then laugh at a joke. The transcription of the joke, like you didn't even hear somebody say it. You laughed at it on paper. So that's how I know the joke was funny. That's what I mean though. Like if you take the joke just by itself, just take it away from the equation, just put it over to the side. The joke is hilarious. Now what we gotta put on top of that is yeah. where who was the messenger? Yep. And, and there's and a white a white comedian. That, see, that's what it was. It was a white yeah. lady that was saying it. I was like, oh, I'm not rolling. Yeah. I, I I was mad because she was saying it. Had it been anybody else? Had Dave Chappelle said it, bro, I would have, that would have been the funniest shit ever. Which Dave Chappelle probably had that. He had to scratch it off. <laughs> he probably did think that. Because <laughs> Dave Chappelle is one of those type of comedians. Like, he probably had that sh- shit to say some shit, shit like that. Oh, man. Um, yeah, do we have anything else? No. Oh, yeah. You got anything? Uh, just that I don't want to hear anybody say anything else about Beyonce's accent. Uh, oh, chops. Mo Green. We should have, this should have been earlier. Mo's going to hear this, though, because he, he listens, but. Ellen Moe had a serious debate about Beyonce versus Rihanna's acting chops. And Elle is saying, after seeing The Lion King, that he didn't there, wear it. There is nothing else to say. It's It's been confirmed that there's no way that Beyonce can settle in to actually do a role. You had, you had a great point, though. 
This yeah. isn't well. It, the be beehive will come for you, but you had a you had well, a they, larger they, point. They will, but but you had a larger point. Deep down, they know. You but had, it's it. Uh, what well, a larger the larger point is just that Beyonce, um, she's such a mega star. Yeah, she's a huge personality. Yeah, and there's not gonna be anybody when she's that big of a person that will let her know that she need to take a little bit off of that. Yeah, or she or. Just, maybe, just director in general. Yeah, maybe, director, maybe director. your emphasis, maybe your emphasis should have been on uh, the middle of the sentence as opposed to at the very end every single time. Yeah. We need to go. We need to leave. How about <laughs> this, Simba? Like your your emphasis can't always just be going into like a, uh, a rattle into the end. So like it, it's and and it gave there was a lot of lines for her to at least. You know, to feel, settle in. feel to settle in, yeah, settle in and feel. You know, but the, it's it's not it's and, to, and don't take it as I know it's the beehive it is, but don't take it no, as no, not the beehive. It's Mo Green. Like, yeah, it, Mo, it, my it, bad, it, it, Mo it, it, Green. It's Mo, it's Mo Green. Don't take don't take it as like a super large diss. It's not a diss at all. It's the truth. It's just it's not even you, a diss to be. You're talking about her the, people's unwillingness to produce and direct her because of her status. That's not a knock on her for sure. Yeah. For sure, but also I. I, I She's not going to be able to do it though. Like it's too far. It's too far. It's too, too far beyond because she, her status I, is only going to get better. No, no, no. I I disagree because of that album. She was being produced on that album, but that's her and her element though. Not not e- not even like I I would I would imagine that people are more inclined to like like freeze up and not want to produce her in the studio where she's where I'm certain because she is so phenomenal. She's like nah. What y'all think? And really don't want no yes people around. I imagine she wants that for her acting too. Like if she wants to like, like dominate that space too. It's like nah, direct me and produce me so I can be better type shit. Now, at least that's what I found with people that great. It's like and I think I open. think when people are in those rooms and then they listen to her read off the page, yeah, they go, eh, that was good enough. So who who's that on? Huh? Who's that on? Everybody involved, including herself, because she looked at that shit and she she heard it. She, <laughs> she heard it. She she heard it that came across. She, <laughs> she heard like like when you, when because because they got to look at they got to look at the product. They got to look at it when oh, man, everybody's I, everybody's words come in. I just knew we was gonna get signed to Rock Nation. It's, <laughs> it's not happening now. Thanks, L. <laughs> but they got to look at it when everybody when everybody says everything right. So when everybody's uh, words are going off, like you got to hear it and know that yours. Is sounding off the page like it's not inserted in. It sounds like you you read it separately from everybody else. Huh? It sounds like you weren't you were nowhere to be found in this thing. Like you were in a studio, somebody else is in the studio. Sometimes that shit shit well, just no, not come uh, together. Uh, I, I, I imagine they were joking, but a lot of them did say they didn't get to do lines together. I heard that too. Yeah. I heard uh, Childish said that. Childish and Seth Rogen both said that. Okay, so. Which though I would say that Seth sounded like he was, it sounded it sounded like he inserted his stuff too. But Seth just has a a, a like a likable, a sound. Yeah, his cadence. Yeah, yeah. But how did Bino sound? Bino Bino sound like he he sounded like he should go in the film, uh, but it wasn't he he it wasn't really that much. Like Bino really wasn't in there that much. Like gotcha. Simba in the in the grand scheme of Lion King is literally old for yeah. Like so it's part more of the, it's part more of the, the youthful film. character. It's more of a youthful character. So yeah. the little the little dude with the 
with the hair with the hair or whatever is the most of the film. Got you, got you. But yeah, you'll hear it. You you still gotta watch the Lion King. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what you guys. Are and then call about. call call me crazy. Uh, whoever, please call me crazy if if I'm off. But but listen, watch this one and then go back and watch Obsessed. I'm, I'm just upset that at every chance, every step of the way, when Poe was on the show, now you. You guys just don't want me to ever do anything with Rock Nation. So thank you, <laughs> thank you. I just, I just, that's where my home is, and I can't, I will never get a deal there now. See, that's but what, I started it though, so it's my fault. I'm blaming y'all, but I, I started it. Though. That's messed up, man. Because I think they need folks on board. That's not yes, man. No, nah, that's that's facts. We didn't. I don't. We didn't say anything bad. Not Mo, at all, Mo's, man. Mo's, I, gonna, I, Mo's gonna. You're, you're pissing Mo off. I right prefaced now. it as saying like I no, probably I didn't, but I want to say it now. <laughs> I, I do want to go back to the very beginning and preface that entire soliloquy. That I'm gonna edit this and put that at the front of this segment. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I probably didn't say it, but uh. I do want to say though, man. I love I love B to death. I definitely like I love all of her shit, of course. But it's just films. I mean, do you? Do you? Do you, boo boo? Do you, boo boo? Uh, yeah, Mo's gonna be pissed. I like that Mo's a reoccurring character and he's been on two episodes. Yeah, he really. I, I know one thing. The the day you want to get you want to be canceled is to have Mo Green here along with Elijah. And he Elijah asked to be on with Mo Green. I refuse to do that. That's what I'm saying. The show will be I'm, over. My man said he wanted a mic, bro. Like you gonna put them two together over here? That'll that'll be the day that we just that that just gets released as untitled and their shit. The, the untitled, <laughs> the, the untitled their shit. We not gonna put our cover on it either. We just gonna sneak <laughs> that shit out as a bo- a a bonus track that we don't have nothing to do and put a disclaimer at the front of it. We could do it. We could do it, bro. We just gotta fully like detach ourselves from that episode because like those are the two type of niggas that try to outdo each other. That's what I mean. Yeah, and that shit'll go into a whole nother whirlwind somewhere else we we that'll be a week for sure we ain't got no topics yeah i don't know i, I we gotta think about that one I, I like our show as it stands like i, I want to keep doing this if we let them two niggas loose on here we won't ever have a show again. well that'd be very confusing for anybody that's listening like how do you how do you even like get your mind back right for what the hell we're gonna do the following week <laughs> it's like yeah I don't know if I can fuck with y'all or people are going to be like, yeah, can you add them two niggas back on? <laughs> and then we're trapped in the confines of Elijah and Mo every week. Hey, man, what did what did what did Black say? What? what did he say? If I do that shit and that shit hit. Then nigga got to be doing that shit every single time. That ain't me, dog. <laughs> that ain't me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me. Uh, Black is we got to take Black's lyrics and just put them in like a Bible. For real, I stand by that. Most definitely, I stand by that. We Our, we definitely, I do say we need to update the Bible. So it's, black, it's it's about time need, the Bible we need get a book, We need a book of black, book of black, book of black. Book it. Sign, sign a petition. <laughs> That's been another episode of Meet the Brave. Thank y'all. Uh, I am Monty Draper. I am LG, and we will see y'all next week. Love, love. <laughs>